Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back, girls. Welcome back, honey. It's It Girls Podcast. This is Jenny. This is Lindsay. And we're, as always, sponsored by Outsider, one of the fabulous ciders in the world, if not number one. Probably number one. If I do say so. Well, we think it's number one. It's crisp, it's tarty, stunning little bottle or little can, whatever the hell you're drinking out of. We all love packaging. We're a packaging hose. So if the packaging is lit, we're going to be drinking it. There's your new tagline. There you go. And it's also a delicious <laughs> It's gorgeous. So if you are picking up a can, if you're looking for a can to pick up, pick up Outsider, enjoy it, send us a picture to let us know you're liking it, but make sure you're bloody well ever age. And responsibly drinking. Yeah, don't be like making a fool of yourself. Mm-hmm. We're so responsible. Um, We're drinking it right now. Hell yeah, Sunday afternoon, Lindsay's sick, we have had a little, <laughs> we had a week off, um, the snow Good God. Oh, my gosh. Snow, we were all buzzing to bloody record, and then this what happens? This is why I think I'm sick as well. I know. It's it horrendous. was just, it's been a hellish couple of weeks with that weather. I've been sneezing ever since the snow. I didn't even, I barely went out and I went to the pub once with my dad, and, like, just sneezing constantly. It's horrendous. I was in my local, which is literally, like, a stone's throw away, but my house, oh, my goodness, because I'm right by the sea. Yeah. It was literally swimming through my whole house. Oh, like, my the God. kids wouldn't sleep. They were like, it's a scary monster. <laughs> it, like, it was all around the house, you could hear it. Yeah, it was oh my God. It was exciting. It was fun. It was grand. Like, the, the day it started snowing was gas when I got to go home work from work early. And then, like, when he <laughs> found out it was all closed and all was gas. Me and my dad also did go, like, on this weird drive around Dublin looking for an off uh, an off license that was open. That was hilarious. Ballybuck, by the way, if you're looking for one next storm. Where everything Fair in the country was closed. And we drove to Ballybuck open by 15 cars outside all my dad bought about 60 year worth of drink <laughs> i mean there was nothing else to do it was hilarious drink the funniest thing i thought was the fact that the pubs were open yeah i know in my like local village <coughs> everything else was shut by the pubs it's mad like yeah our there was nothing open in ours but then the old pebble stone around the corner and buzzing oh my god it was fucking gas in the pub because like before um i think the red alert was going to be the next day so I we went to the pub and I thought it was just going to be very like it, my local is usually like empty mm. a few people up at the bar a few tourists it was jammers you couldn't yeah. get a seat people were makeshifting tables <laughs> my pub was hopping, hopping. I mean they me- ran out of drink no yeah me and my dad went to the pub on the Friday I think that's when the red alert was but like we stormed through anyway anything for a drink and uh, we got there and it was like we got in and like the, we, there's like the front part of our pub and then there's like a lounge and like your man was like there's a lovely fire in the lounge there if you want to go in there was a Stunning. good few people in the front of the pub went in fucking lounge was like pretty full this was at like 3 o'clock 
All right. And then me and my dad sat down and had a few pints. I went up to get my round. And all of a sudden, I, when I got up and went to the bar, I was like, there's so many fucking people here. It's insane. Like, people were queuing for seats. Like, are you leaving? And when we were leaving, all these lads were, like, jumping into our seat. It was It was like mad. a half hour up at the bar to get a pint. <laughs> Mine, so then, I think it was the Friday my pub was like a crash. Like literally there were Yeah, families. there was so many kids there. The it was kids, stressful. They were just letting their kids run wild. My dad was bullying. He was like, oh, I hate kids in a pub. Oh, it was too much. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, the obviously ra- my kids to be in a pub, but... No, but they know. Being run, I don't let them run wild. No. Like, these kids were like running, like using the like stairs as a fucking climbing frame and like the upside down. I know. Going up, like constantly pulling at the waiters, being like, can we have more colours? Can we have more... Oh my the waiters God. were like, oh my God. Like... <laughs> trying to bring 20 points down to our ones yeah, like, colours pencils yeah. <laughs> so that was Ireland in the fucking snow uh, I hope all your snow days were gorge but I feel like that was about a year ago now I now felt more Irish though yeah I sang in my pub I know you said why because um, I was sat this is actually a bit of an outsider moment of myself to be honest um, we were in the pub and it was like I think it was Thursday night, having a few drinks, and then there was this little kind of trad band they started playing, and um, this girl started singing Valerie. I was fuming with jealousy. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> she actually didn't didn't go the high note. <laughs> Funny. I would have. <laughs> and I was like, will I get up there? Will I just go on up there and ask if I... And I was like, yeah. Yes, I will. So I was like, hey, hey, you guys. I actually know a bit of anyone wine myself. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. What do you want to sing? Up there for about four songs. No! Summertime! <laughs> Give me a beat. And the went, like, it was stunning. And because I was half lit, I was, like, going for yeah, it. Yeah, but you weren't too lit where you're yeah. being cray-cray. Yeah. Like, reading the lyrics off my phone, <laughs> singing my <laughs> and my clothes. DIY karaoke. Yeah, my clothes were absolutely mental looking. Like, I was wearing my snow, you know, like your random Indian. Yeah, yeah. Out for a drink. Didn't know my local. Like, that's usually a safe place. <laughs> But, um, yeah, they're like, here, look, we sing. We're here every Sunday. I'm like, I'll be there. <laughs> so, basically, my singing career has started. We'll pop down after, will we? Do a little yeah. tune. Nine o'clock, they're starting for yeah. Late, mad, mad bastards. I feel like I'd be like Phoebe Buffet when she was well, sick. Oh, yeah. Like, my sticky shoe. <laughs> 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 Fucking gas. It was gas. So today we've got a two-parter for you guys. Two parts in one episode of. Uh, we're talking about, you know, plastic surge. Why not? Love a little bit of plastic surge. And we're also going to be talking later on. Make sure you stay tuned because we are going to be educating you guys on how the fuck to spot a fuckboy. Mm-hmm. We're sick of gals thinking they're getting with a lit dude. Yeah. Fuck boy. And we obviously get a lot of questions from you gals, and a lot of them basically. Yeah, like a, we're answering a lot of questions via this podcast. Hell yeah. So, um, first on plastic surgery. So, we had a convo this week that inspired us. Yes. About just kind of the. Obviously, you know, we had an episode a few months ago all about like influencers and like them like hiding certain things and being disingenuous and being shady, blah, blah, blah. Very popular episode. V-pop. Um, I think a lot of people found us through that. So, hi, if you're one of them. Um, we now want to kind of talk about like, now that the, the storm has settled on it, you know, there's still some stuff coming out. Yeah. And kind of just on the plastic surgery thing, like where. Well, I think it, for me, it's kind of like, where does their responsibility start and end? You know, like, what what are they, are they, in like, 
held to disclosing if they've had plastic surgery. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, well, what's happened, basically, since the um, episode that we did about bloggers and, you know, the transparency and what's behind the scenes of blogging Mm. and Instagram posts, that's basically what our episode was about. Annoyingly, there was that Instagram page, Bullshit Caller Writer. Yeah. That just disappeared. People thought it was my page. What? She sold it to a different guy. A load of people started to notice they were following some random guy called, like, A underscore 62, some fucking 15-year-old. And then everyone was like, who is this person? We saw this on Reddit. Shout out to the Reddit hoes. And they were like, what the fuck? And they were like, oh, my God, it's a bullshit because he had, like, 60K. It was like, so obviously she, like, sold the handle, which in itself was shady. Very shady. Funny, ironic. <laughs> Could not be more ironic. Now, maybe, you know, you have another line Hell to say, yeah. honey. 21st century ironic, don't you think? Yes, I think <laughs> it's so. Like Especially because she came on and said that she was sick in hospital. You know, so these are all, you know, allegedly. Okay, allegedly yeah. she sold it. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. But however, people kind of added two and two together because everyone was like, who the fuck is this guy that we're all following? And then he lost all the followers because he started posting and all of a sudden now he has like a thousand followers or something. It's mad. Because I follow quite a lot of people that I miss, people that I follow. Yeah, I didn't see it. But then um, I think I had unfollowed the bullshit colorator page, I think. I can't really remember. So it didn't pop up on mine. But anyway... This page disappeared, and a lot of what they kind of concentrated on was, like, this before and after of certain influencers, like, if they've got work done, right? That was, like, it was kind of the posts that I thought were the least productive in some ways, because it was, like, look how different they look. Yeah, yeah, well, I thought it was just a bit, um, I always saw myself, like, if I look back at my dad's pictures, (laughs) I look so different. Yeah. And, like, as Claire Balding said, (laughs) our pal, she was, like, at least they fucking look better now. Yeah. Like... Fuck it, you know, and also, you know, yeah, as people get older and as people get a bit more money, they tend to look a bit better, like, you know, like, most of the time you do. Your face changes as well, like, I mean, yeah. my face shape has definitely changed, I think I've lost just, even if I would look back at pictures of three years ago, it's yeah. like weight gain, weight loss, you kind of, yeah, how you wear your makeup. And your lifestyle, I think, like, you know, if I look at pictures of me in college, like, where I was, like, partying all the time, being yeah. there till 4 a.m., like, I didn't probably look the best because I wasn't, like, sleeping and going to the gym and eating better. I was eating shit, yeah. drinking too much, yeah. you know, all or the Or even, like, I find, like, people who drink a lot of beer, it holds in your face. Mm. And if I drink beer... It can kind of like it bloats you a bit more than yeah. other drinks and stuff like that. So, so and obviously, like you know, some of these people have had um, different procedures done. It's not plastic surgery as such, you know, fillers or Botox or whatever else. But you know, we, me and Lindsay, basically got into a conversation on like um, the kind of disclosing it and like whether they have whether the onus is on them to disclose it and whether they should be saying I've had this done I've had that done blah 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 because I I can see it from both sides is basically where I'm coming from like I've read both sides of things and like in one side I'm like yeah I do get it where like you know for example the one the example that everyone always uses like these young girls are looking at these influencers on whatever and thinking like I want to look like them they've had their lips done, they've had Botox, they've had whatever the fuck else done, and it's like an unrealistic kind of standard of beauty or whatever. <clears throat> but, and I understand that. But also I'm like, but like, where does the line stop? Like, you know, if we have to say like, oh, ex-influencer has to say she's had her lips done because she's got a lip kit out, 
then shouldn't Kylie Jenner also have to say it? Shouldn't like you know the Victoria's Secret models who are on the runway and get like fillers in their boobs? Shouldn't they have to say it? It's like where does the line stop? You know I what think I mean? The line stops at false advertising, and that's what I think um, people do get peeved off with. If there is like if a blogger is posting about like certain different lipsticks and lip liners that can help you achieve a fuller lip without disclosing that she in fact is not solely using those products but it actually just has them yeah like got lip fillers but that's not advertising it is if she's saying that this is how i got my fuller lip but i think she's saying but bloggers have done that before yeah but i think in those articles she's more saying like how to get the look of a fuller lip they're not saying like i mean you have to be insane think an actual lip liner makes your lips bigger people do think that like people believed that of Kylie Jenner for years until she finally which was pushed but they didn't believe that that made her lips bigger they made it they thought it made her look like her lips were bigger like yeah, you can the same kind of thing like obviously like you know people don't think that like well i mean people do think that lip, there has been lip glosses that have been out in the past that have been like apparently tingling to like make all the blood yeah. on your lips like that will make them and that better. that's where the line is for me i think it's like if you're talking about lipstick and lip liner like you know you can't like. I just don't think people saying like a lipstick has physically made my lips bigger. But if you are if you're advertising something that's saying it has like a medical effect on you, like this has made my lips actually bigger, and you've just got Juvederm or whatever in your lips, then that's wrong. But like for lipstick and stuff, I'm just like. But like then what on the Rimmel ads? Do you have to say when those models have it done? I think so. They don't though. You well, know I what I mean? They should. But then where does the line stop? Then when you've got a. A skincare thing? Do you just say when someone gets loads of facials? Does Kim Kardashian have to do it when she puts up skincare stuff? Does someone have to put it up when they've got like, you know, fillers in their cheeks and they're doing contouring? It's like where does the line stop? You know, I think it's just being honest, and I think like bloggers themselves know if they are pushing the truth at all. Yeah, like, yeah, I get it. Kim Kardashian, for example, gets lots of facials. She gets really expensive facials that wouldn't be. Um, you know, not, and fillers like, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Whatever she gets, she gets. But if can like, you know, for example, that proactive. I think it was on ads years ago. It used to be on ads. Yeah, the acne stuff. Yeah, Katy Perry, Perry, Kate Bosworth. I think all these different Jessica um, Simpson. Yeah, famous was... people were being like, "This is the one product that has stopped my acne." Mm-hmm. Apparently, that product is absolute trash. Mm. And obviously, these celebrities were not going to be using like an affordable. You know, if they have access to like yeah. a lot higher microdermabrasion, whatever the hell they're using on mm-hmm. their face. I think it's just that kind of like, I do think bloggers, when we spoke about this in um, that podcast, like they would, you know, side with the brand sooner than mm. they side with like honesty. Like, I think they want to sometimes show brands, look how I can sell. And the way that they can sell is by like being OTT with their selling points. Yeah. Like saying, this is why my lips look like this. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, when there's ways to, like, I mean, bloggers were coming out saying that they were selling foundation, showing how it cleared up their skin and using Photoshop. Yeah. That's just not fair. Yeah, that that is wrong. It happens in advertising. Like, obviously, when you're looking at a Vichy ad, Mm. the girl is Photoshopped. Yeah. But it doesn't make it okay that just because... It's happening on TV or happening in big advertisements that mm. we have to adhere and follow that. Yeah, and I think that, like, I think it's just for me, it's just, like, where does the line stop? Because, 
I, what I mean is like I feel like people and rightly so have like their kind of magnifying glass uh, on influencers and small time kind of people like that you know like Zila's Z- celebrity sorry <clears throat> but you know they're not Kim Kardashian okay um, so they're kind of have their magnifying glass on these kind of more approachable celebs or whatever being like you know this celeb this influencer should say that she's had Botox done and blah 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 but we kind of let these like massive corporations and massive uh, big business we let them away with murder and they're the ones that set the advertising standards. Now I'm not saying that we can change that, but I'm just saying that like, I think there is a bit of a perspective shift there where you're like, I understand that like, it's not great for people to be told like, you know, here's a picture of like ex influencer with like these big juicy lips and you think you're, but like, I don't know, I just, I find it a bit weird because it's like, you think you're going to get that lip with those lip kits, but like, I don't think that's because of the, the plumped up lips it's just the advertising like you know like with Kylie Jenner people bought her lip kit because even when they found out she had the lip fillers because they wanted the Kylie Jenner pout you know yeah but people did believe until she disclosed that she had had fillers people did believe that there was a chance that she just had an amazing makeup artist and the oh I know yeah you know totally yeah and as long, I think, as long as people are denying or not speaking about it or not disclosing it, it keeps some people will just believe them because some people just aren't aware that... But some people are going to think that Vanish as well is going to take all your stains out of your thing and it m- might not. You know, it's like, so there are, are always going to be an exception to the rule of people who are unfortunately and not rightly, I'm not defending it, but will be fooled by advertising. There are that. people out there that, that will happen But to. again, it's, of course you're saying like, you know, we should be going to like their big advertisements are setting the advertis- advertising sti- um, standards, standards or yeah. whatever. But these like bloggers and you know people who are working from home and who have built up from a small thing are not huge big corrupt companies. Like you know Zara might copy something from a small mm-hmm. designer. I can't tackle Zara even if I no I know a small designer. So it's a lot easier to kind of maybe it's not right but unfortunately that's just life like if someone on a much smaller scale who you can kind of converse with who has I know yeah it's easier to be like why aren't you doing this now my issue with um kind of people in the public eye and and in Irish blogging who don't disclose whether they've got fillers and that kind of stuff when it is very obvious like I mean I'm sure a lot of bloggers and stuff have got like a little bit of Botox that people mightn't be aware of. Yeah, but some have like completely transformed their face. Yes, and some, and like there's hundreds of comments underneath their photos being like, have you got fillers? Have you got a boot job? And I understand it's quite invasive. However, to deny that I think just brings this shame like, why are you hiding something that there's no shame in doing? And I think if they, like... I just don't think there's a shame around that anymore. I do. Well, they're giving a shame. I don't think so. I think, like, but I think, like, as a human being, like, you're allowed to have your own things that you can keep yourself, no matter how famous you are. And I understand there's always this argument. This uh, this argument has always happened. Like, what do they owe us to tell us, celebrity, influencer, otherwise? There's always this big thing of, should they tell us that they've had their boob job? Should they tell us they've had fillers? It used to be the boob job. Now it's kind of lip fillers. Like, it's just whatever fashion is. But, like, put it this way. I think it's, like, fine. If someone wants to say they've done it, grant. Cool. Whatever. Like, if someone is denying they've done it when they have, I think I I do find that morally wrong because, like, that's literally saying, like, no, 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 this is natural, this is how I look, my face has changed, I'm denying it. That's kind of, like, morally questionable. But, like, someone just not disclosing it, I just don't think it's the biggest deal. I think it happens all the time. I think it's not up to them to tell 
to kids or to tell like teenagers like what to expect from a face like I think that comes from a different place I think it's fine if they want to do it but if they want to just keep some things to themselves and not say it I just don't think they owe it to the public to like break down this like shame around plastic surgery I kind of disagree because I feel that like a lot of the bloggers that have been built up have built up their influence mm-hmm. from having this conversation with their followers yeah this is where influencers came from it was like you know, a route to talk to certain people to ask them what their skincare was and mm. then you're receiving stuff. So I think if certain bloggers are getting like, you know, having people asking them over and over and over questions, I just don't see why, like, you know, that's responding to the people that are basically your bread and butter. Yeah. Like, fair enough. I understand maybe if it's your personal life, like I do a lot of the time see bloggers get hounded about, um, you know, if they haven't posted their boyfriend in a while. Mm. You know, they seem a bit depressed that they don't want to kind of disclose, I'm going through a spell of depression, I don't want to talk about it, I understand that. But, like, when they are beauty bloggers, lip fillers, in this day and age, it's like a normal thing. I just don't think there's shame in it, and I just think they are creating a sense of shame by keeping it hidden. When it's completely obvious that they have got them, and they will just ignore all of the followers that have built them up to the place that they are now to give them a sense of truth. I just don't see the point in them then. I just don't agree with the shame thing. I, ju- I just can't see that. That's the, I, I, I get what you're saying and I understand that all the other stuff of like, yeah, these people are like the people who put them in the position to be beauty bloggers and also like a beauty blogging is essentially like talking about your face constantly so where's the difference in (laughs) saying you got a facial and got your lips done I understand that but I just don't think not saying it and not disclosing it I just don't think that like is trying is telling people that it's shameful because like say I've had my lips done I've told people I've had my lips done but like if I don't choose to disclose that it doesn't mean that I'm like reinforcing a sense of shame around it like, if you feel shame around getting your lips done, that's your own shit. Like, I just... Lips... The lip filler, as you said, is, like, the most normal thing now. It's advertised on Instagram. Every second person's getting their fucking lips done. I don't see a sense of shame, especially in Ireland, around lip fillers. I would. And I would think, again, say with hair extensions. I've seen bloggers many a time have this full, thick hair. Mm-hmm. And just feel like, you know, people are commenting, like, what the hell is this hair extensions? And they're just denying it Mm. and fair enough not answering there's a difference between not answering I do understand that that there's a difference between just not saying it or denying it yeah yeah, just like ignoring the whole conversation completely I'm not saying I agree with that it's really annoying as a viewer of a blogger Mm -hmm. but like yeah and like I mean they can choose what they want to talk about it's their platform but I do think I have seen bloggers like deny wearing extensions I know full well that they're wearing extensions and that creates a shame people who are like why is my hair not like that and then they'll say like oh i use this product to get like thicker hair more voluminous hair this is my diet this it happened with hormones they'll go every other way Mm -hmm. other than just saying the truth and i think that creates a shame because it's like you can look like that and i can't but she's not looking like that and that's i think where people are having the problem Mm -hmm. you don't look like that like fair enough if some people just do have really thick voluminous hair yeah and them telling the truth is being like yeah i just have really thick gorgeous hair but I think it's a different type of thing, and it also makes this false pretense. If people are saying, like, I'm not using extensions, it then, like, keeps people interested into, like, buying into what they're promoting. Yeah, and that's what I mean about the difference where I do find it wrong if they're, like, actively denying it. Like, I do find that wrong. Like, if you are walking around with this fucking wig on your head and you're like, no, 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 it's just my hair. Mm-mm. No, it's my hair. 
But, like, if people are asking you, are these extensions, are these extensions? I mean, it's all nuance, right? I mean, it's all obviously individual to the person. Like, if there's an influencer out there who's, like, a fitness influencer and she has fucking extensions in and people are asking her if she's wearing extensions, she's not answering, but she's not promoting you know, things that make your hair thicker. I just don't think that's a, a big fucking deal, to be honest. I'm like, if she wants to wear extensions and not talk about it, that's her own thing. Probably would be better to talk about it, but whatever. But I think the nuance comes in, whereas, like, as you're saying, if they are also then promoting, like, hair growth oils and hair growth pills yeah. and denying that they have anything done and, as you said, doing everything but saying, but I also actually have great lengths extensions in. Mm. That's, to me, I do agree with that. That's morally wrong like and like it's just wrong like you're you know you must know as the influencer being like this is like a bit of a shit show you know do you think like i mean i think at first kylie jenner for example denied having the fillers yeah i remember but then i think there was about a year before she came out and actually said that she did have them Mm -hmm. that she just didn't like wouldn't um come back wouldn't address it just was ignoring she was not she wasn't allowed be asked about that and that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. she just I just think it is pretty similar like not saying anything or lying like if someone is like have you got lip fillers and you're like um I love outsider yeah thinking away I don't, denial is... But it's not is, denial if you're not saying it. And I understand what you mean. I'm not saying it's, like, admirable behaviour. I'm not saying, like, fearful complaint. I'm just saying that, like, I could get it. Like, you know, say, for example, like, before I ever even said on this uh, podcast, like, people would ask me, like, you know, oh, my God, what lip liner is that? Or blah, 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 blah. And, like, me just saying, like, oh, it's this lip liner. Not me being, like, hello, I've actually had lip uh, fillers. I've had injectables put into my lips. And this is the li-. like... It's yeah, but like, then if someone was, like... Has Jenny got a lift on? You would always have said yes, and yeah, but that's just my personal choice. Like, I don't think it's like if if I didn't want to say it and I didn't answer it, I would never deny it. But if I didn't want to be like, I've had my lips on, that's my own individual choice. I think it's slightly different when you are a beauty blogger. Yeah, when you are yeah, yeah, yeah. making your living off promoting mm-hmm. like you know lipsticks, lip liners, and when there are hundreds of people commenting underneath your thing, and you're either deleting them. Yeah like or just ignoring them yeah well i think it's like it definitely shows someone's character because like if you've got a hundred two hundred thousand followers and like the majority of comments that you're getting are about like your lips it kind of does show your respect for your followers i agree with that where you're like okay look obviously they want to know something i should just tell them you should know as an, an influencer as well that they'll probably respect you more for, for admitting it and at the end of the day like that's the point like i mean these women aren't going to be like a lot of those women are like where the hell did you get your lips done mm. i want that mm. you know I want to know where you got your boobs from. It's like, um, like, do you remember like Taz Angels? Like Kat from Taz Angels mm. has the best boob job I've ever seen. And she came, she came on her story before and she was like, don't be asking me where I got my boobs on unless you're going to tell me where you got your ass done. Then I'll tell you. Yeah. Cause she's like, <laughs> you know, like swap like, it. Where to get them yeah. I mean, it's a different, difficult one for me because I'm like, I wonder how the like doctors would think. You know, because I've seen people and I'm like, I would freaking love to know where she got her boobs done. Yeah. I would love a piece of that. And I'm sure the doctor's like, hell yeah, promote me, babes. Mm. But then are we also, funny, on the other edge of the sword of that, are we then going to be like, it's disgusting, she's promoting plastic surgery. Because I think that could be a thing that also some influencers might be 
you know, I'm giving them the benefit fearful of the doubt here. They could have be fair because a lot no, of their, a lot of their followers are young. I agree with that. They might get a huge amount, and I've seen that happen before on that influencers. She's promoting that they're like, she's oh, promoting, like, exactly, not your body, exactly, blah, blah, blah. and it's because it is. You know, as much as I don't think there's like a huge shame around it, I think, as you said, like there's always going to be people who are like, <clears throat> it's against natural beauty, and you know, you're promoting this and you're promoting that. So it kind of is damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like. I'm sure the influencers who we would think are, like, great for, like, admitting having work done also get a shit ton of criticism from people being, like, you're promoting an unrealistic beauty standard by admitting it. For example, the Geordie Shore girls. Yes, yeah. They're, like, freaking Snapchatting them, getting their lips done and yeah. discount and codes. Yeah, <laughs> like, say, Charlotte and Marnie, They've mainly them and a lot of the comments, like, I don't really follow their Instagram, but, like, on Daily Mail and stuff, the comments about them, yeah. if there's ever an article about either of them, She's ruined her face. What's she's the other one that. called? Chloe, is it? Um, she, you know, the kind of young, madder one. She oh, Chloe, has. Yeah. She looks like freaking Michael Jackson. I mean, personally, I think they are amazing. I mean, it's amazing that they kind of came out and just were honest about it. Yeah. For me, like, I would never ever get a nose job now because of their nose jobs. Mm. Like, and that kind of, you know, they might be happy with their look and everything. Yeah. That's great, but. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like, it has to be a, com- it's just a combination. I think it's important that like, you know, there are also people, not to like toot around horn, but like people like us or smaller kind of people in like that kind of scene who are talking about it realistically. However, like, I just do also understand how someone might not want to say it. And even just in that sense where they're like, I know I'm going to get all the ma's now on my back being saying that I'm being irresponsible by promoting lip fillers. So it's like, what do you, you know, we kind of have to think about it in that kind of conversation where it's like, we want them to admit it, but do we want them to admit it just so we can be like, ha, knew it? Or do we want it, them to admit it because of what you were saying for like advertising? Reasons? I think that's like, I mean, I don't need, I mean, I think it's two things. Mm. It's a responsibility to their followers, but I'm still kind of on the fence with that because I don't think that you should let your followers dictate what you are comfortable yeah. with dic- disclosing. For example, if you got an abortion, you yeah. don't have to then be the spokesperson for an abortion because yeah. you got one. I think that's kind of where I'm coming from with the whole thing. Or it's like, just because they've had it done doesn't mean that they have to be like now. The f- I mean, yeah. Maybe they're not going to be the best spokesperson for that, you know? Yeah. like so. Maybe they are still, you know, insecure and wanting to get more and are mm. not like they've realized, shit, I've got this and now I want this and I want this. And yeah. I'm on this like train now and I don't really want to be promoting that. Yeah. I do understand that like a lot of... Um, followers are really young like people who are really interested in influencers yeah. a lot of the time are either young or older mothers and yeah. stuff, who are also in a kind of vulnerable situation mm-hmm. of being you know so mothers true. and at home and yeah and like just soaking up all this stuff that they're being um sold by instagram or youtube whatever but um i think it's just to be careful like as an influencer what you're selling yeah and if you don't want to disclose that you don't have like that you have got lip fillers or a boob job then maybe say no to a job that's like here promote this push-up bra yeah and if the brand is saying like i want you to say this makes your boobs appear mm. bigger whatever or this lip gloss makes your lips appear bigger if you don't want to disclose the full truth then it is just false advertisement and that's what people find hard to swallow yeah and i think also in terms of like to talk to like the consumer who would be like you and me and everything like don't always believe certain like you know what I mean like with the whole Kylie Jenner thing like perfect example perfect example so many people believed it but like 
you have to like also look into it yourself like if you and like you know obviously I'm not saying like you have to look into every single scandal like this but if someone for example say you know this influencer called Mary she's looking like unreal she's got these massive boobs they always look perfect they're perky it's a really good boob job say but say everyone's like no 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 they're natural if you are like getting sucked into this and obsessed with it like you know, try and educate yourself on what that looks like as well. You know, like, you know, for example, those like, uh, blogger, uh, unveiled and all these kind of uh, influencer pages, like they've found these old pictures of them. You can go on their blog and look at pictures from a few years ago Find them yourself, and right? compare them and, you know, Google. yeah. And use, you know, try and engage. Cause I think this is part of the thing that I influencer kind of marketing has kind of made me frustrated about for the consumer because mm. I feel like people are so easily like I feel like they're way easier to consume and believe something an influencer um sells them rather than like Rimmel or whatever you know like you know Rimmel could put up a mascara being like death defying eyelash standards yeah. and everyone's like haha yeah we know it's not going to do that to our eyelashes yeah but if an influencer does it and they've got false eyelashes on we're like oh my god did you see that in that yeah. fucking mascara so think of them influencers now are a fucking established business they're not going anywhere that this has proven it to us okay everyone was like this is the end of the influencer when those instagram pages were going on they're all back working they're grand they're not going anywhere if an influencer is you know pushing a body type to you that you find like insane that they're her natural boobs or her natural lips do your own research and treat them like they're rimmel or like they're boots or like they're one of these companies that yeah you know are manipulating their images and at the end of the day you know years ago like when i was growing up i didn't have like <clears throat> when i was a young teen the internet wasn't as thriving no. as it is now. Like, you couldn't just Google. Like, now you can basically research your own skincare, your mm. own diet. Like, you can sit and get knowledge. Do Don't we- rely on one Instagrammer. Because yeah. as well, like, you can feed into, like, okay, this is what she... That's what she eats. This is what she uses. That's her. That might work for her. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean that it will work for you. Exactly. Because, like, if that was the case, there'd only be one cream for our face yeah you know if there was just something that was going to work for us all there'd be one diet that's like like i mean it's 2018 we'd all be following one diet if we were yeah if we found the, the one that made us like the healthiest and best ever and it was the easiest to follow could we'd all be on and enjoy it yeah then that would be but like so you gotta like figure out your own way so don't just blindly trust mm. anything always be cynical like always have you know second guess people especially when their job is to sell you shit yeah, when they're making money off you buying this. Yeah. Even if it's the most, like, you know, the most honest blogger that you have found. And yeah, maybe they never lie. But always, not expect that they're lying, but always second guess what they're saying. Because, you know, there's a res- there is a responsibility on influencers and there is a responsibility on companies. However, you know, say 90% of the responsibility is on them. There is that 10% on you that... No, not like a responsibility, but more like, you know, do your fucking due diligence. You know, if you're not going to buy an Yves Saint Laurent, like, mascara because the ad said this, just because an influencer fucking says it, don't, yeah. you know, don't it's be the same. like the influencer is literally coming into your home and taking out the money yeah. in your purse and marching you down to freaking mm. the next stand and getting, like, whatever, eye cream or eye fucking shadow base, yeah. whatever. Like, and I think, I think that's the difference. Some... Um, followers, whatever, will say, like, she made me buy this. Yeah. 
they're trying to make you buy it, but they can't actually physically make you buy it. Yeah, there is like a certain level of responsibility. Now, we understand where this gets messy, where like, say, for example, as we said, if someone's underage, like I know when I was younger, like Jesus, ha- remember I told you I nearly bought that feckin' blowjob guide. Like yeah. when you were 15, 16. Or if someone is just super, super convincing yeah. and kind of, I have seen um, influencers become almost manipulative with their selling points Mm. and you know via your phone you can just get like borked yeah and like you know it happens to the best of us it happened like it there's not one person out there i don't think that hasn't been influenced by some sort of influencer advertising or you know deal kind of bollocks like we've all been we've all bought shit that you're like why i've bought shit that i've looked at my wardrobe and i've probably seen it on some random influencer and i'm I'm like why should i buy my body type is their body i'm like i will look like that but then when I'm I like, oh, wait, I have a completely different body. So <laughs> I obviously I don't look like it's that. It's so funny. But, but I, I think it's even a case of like, you're looking at the influencer more than you're looking at yourself. You're mm. on your phone going through, like, I've seen like Instagrammers, arseholes more than I've seen my freaking own. <laughs> like. And you can kind of just think, okay, this is what an arse looks like. This is what a body looks like. Mm. You're not staring at yourself in the mirror naked yeah. as often as you're staring yeah. at your phone. So you can kind of get a bit brainwashed thinking like, I could be them. Yeah. You know, all I have to do is do this to be them. Totally. And like, you know, so... Yeah, it's a fucking... It's a minefield, man. I think we said it in the last podcast. Keep your head on. Just, yeah, keep it screwed on. Stay fucking like tuned in to this shit don't just be mindlessly consu- like don't be a mindless consumer because there will always be people looking to take advantage of you just like there's always going to be scams on the internet there's always going to yeah. be shady businesses selling you crap and there's stuff like where influencers do do the shady kind of scammy stuff being like there's only five of these left in the shop <laughs> yeah, yeah. and everyone else is going wild and we're like ah, <laughs> tapping on like your freaking laptop and going crazy buying the stuff like, what I do, say if I ever go on, like, ASOS, and I'm like, yeah, that's gorgeous at the top. Buying, buying, add to basket, add to basket, pop it in my basket. At the end of it, I seriously spend a good while looking through my basket being like, will I yeah. wear this? Yeah. Do I want, like, just trying to, like, speak to myself from an outer perspective. Yeah, it's like, is that going to be something that's just going to sit in your wardrobe? Because you know when you ask yourself, you know, that way. Yeah, and it's I'm like, like, do I really, really need yeah. this boob shoe? Yeah. That is not my size. It's like, do you need the Jeffree Star glitter hot pink liquid lip that you're going to wear once? <laughs> I know. Stunning! That you want to have in your little, yeah, like, but drawer, but... 30 quid plus postage and packaging, like, is that really the best? But, you know, so just try and be smart with what you're fucking consuming because we all consume, we live in fucking capitalist society... It's gonna happen. No shame yeah. in it. I love a little purchase. Stuff right makes again. it like me very happy, and I should be dying for my ASOS thing to come. Yeah, through. Uh, but you know, there's actually on the other end of that. It's, there's nothing more like it's so annoying when you do buy it and then you see it in your wardrobe and you're like, why the fuck should I buy? Or that when thing? yeah, if you spent like an outrageous amount of money on something and it comes and it's crinkled bad yeah. body material. And you're like, why? What? Or you bought it a size too small because you're like, no, no, I will be working out this summer, so I will fit in. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing that I've just stopped doing. I've stopped buying for the size I hope to be. I've never done that. Randomly. I think I've done that. Just like I'm like, okay, well, in summer I'll be like, obviously I'll like be size eight again. I've only done it where like there's only the size eight left, and I'm like, oh, I'm sure it'll fit. I'm sure it'll fit. And I then I get it, too. and I'm like. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it's it. Touchy. Yeah, it's cotton. Oh, yeah. That me. <laughs> it's the same. It's the, like, when stuff is in yellow, like, 50% off, you're like, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even yeah. if there's just the size 6, you're like, well, yeah, sometimes size 6 fits me. It's very stretchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And then it comes, and there's nothing more depressing trying to peel it onto oh, your skin. And then, do you ever hear where the it's fucking like, seam rips? You hear like, <laughs> and you're like, brains, can't return it now. There's nothing. Or when you take it out of the packaging, you're like, oh, grand, that would be yeah. a no problem. Can't get and then you can't get it on. Like, it looks like it was. Because then I'm like, I have a total different yeah. of my body. If I, like, it freaks me out, man. I know, it does. Crazy place. But guys, let us know what you think. Do you think bloggers should disclose do you think there's something anything they shouldn't disclose do you think that they're you know let us know have you been kind of warped into this because i think we all have to a certain extent you know? or have you been someone who's been commenting the bloggers being like tell me if you've got this tell yeah. me if you've got that and why do you want to know what will that kind of give you will that satisfy yeah. you or do you think that they're entitled to a certain aspect of their own privacy mm-hmm. even though they have a blog and an Instagram and yeah where do you think the line is basically yeah uh, so before we get into our second half of our episode we are going to go into our outsider moment as you guys know moment. outsider is all about just being you being true to yourself outside the box and not giving a fudge what people think. <laughs> Telling them to flip off every yeah, second. Football. <laughs> flip off, mum. Uh, we got a gas message a while ago. Um, we are, we do read out your outsider moments when you send them in, but this girl sent one in and cracked me up. She was like, Tell we had girl. just released an episode, and she was like, oh my God, I was pure buzzing to listen to it. I just downloaded it, like, on my way to work. Like, I love that when I've got a podcast and it's on the way to work. You're like, yay! And then, like, she was like, I got on the bus, and, like, I realized, I forgot my earphones or her earphones had no battery or something and she was like (gasps) and she was so enraged but she was like I just decided to bring it back to 1997 (laughs) blared the podcast on the the bus back of the bus top level she was like I just didn't give a fuck she's like you know what I just thought everyone can have a bit of it girls in their life thank you for spreading the love (laughs) yeah they say free PR but that happens (laughs) on the bus sometimes I'm like hearing this like Some what kind of candy that? crush. Yeah, and I'm turning around and it's just random. We're holding faithless, <laughs> pumping out of their 30s. I'm like, I, and their face is always expressionless. Yeah, I'm just like, like I, I'm I, like, do you not notice? Yeah. Or has it ever happened to you that you've like half put your headphones <gasps> in and you've thought that? And you're, like, oh, and you're yeah. hiring it up and you're like, why is yeah, this yeah, like, so low? <laughs> like, it's happened to me. So, I know, it's always when I'm listening to the most ridiculous stuff. Oh, yeah. Spears, toxic. Like, you're toxic. And yeah, like, I'm like, fuck. Oh. Yeah. Now it's in, and now and it's it in stops, my ears. And you're like, I'm like oh, and I'm like, I'm wondering why all the grannies were like literally breaking their back, turning around in the bus to be like, and I'm like what? So that's a real fucking outsider moment. Back of the bus with your phone blaring. That is an outsider. Yeah, and just do it. Like, I mean, because I hate, like, because that could ruin your day. Yeah, you're like, your little routine to something, and you can't. You're like, and you can't. What? Yeah. I still can. Because then she wouldn't have been able to listen to it in work. She wouldn't be able to listen to it on the way home from work. So she like, oh, wait the next. Dead, like, no. That is gas. I do that as well if I have like videos sent to me on Snapchat. Oh, me I'm too. Like, I'm like, fuck I'm it. Fuck it. You can all just live it for 20 seconds. Yeah, me too. So if you guys have any outsider moments like that, send, send them, them in to us. Um, read them out because, like, I mean, it's also about acknowledging yourself as an outsider. Yeah. It's a really empowering thing. I yeah, think. when you're just like, fuck it. I'm not a weirdo. I'm an outsider. This week I've got into podcasts. Me and Jenny have been speaking about it because I was sick and I just needed like a visual break. Mm hmm. That's my favorite thing about podcasts. Like, oh, it's amazing! It's just so nice to be able to just lie there and like someone tell a story to you. It's like some like because I obviously listen to this like to listen over and be like cringing at myself. And I would love to listen to it, Cal's, but it's so different to listen to it. Yeah, I know. It's freaking. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I wish there was. 
And I know, but like ours is Irish. People are like, listen to this one in America. I'm like, yeah. To be honest, like I my one, if it wasn't me, I think the thing is, is like people always tell us to listen to like uh, whenever I ask for podcast um, advice as well. People yeah. always try and tell us me to listen to podcasts that are like my own. And to be yeah. honest. I don't want to listen to a podcast that's like my own. I know that, like I know I get what you're saying it guys and thank you. Um but like we to me it's just like I, I feel like I would end up picking up like, that's what I think things yeah. and I just pick up habits so I'd be like, Oh, I like the way she does that. Yeah. I would do that. And so I wouldn't listen to something totally opposite. Yeah. Because then I can't bring that to my own. Yeah, like so for example, people always tell us to listen to Guys We Fucked and I um, loads of people actually also think we modelled this off that. I've seen people say it before. We, I did, we actually didn't we didn't model this podcast off it though. No, we didn't at all. Because what happened was me and Lindsay decided to start a podcast and then we were like, we'll do a podcast. And then from the month before we recorded, I remember I go- I tried to research like other I wanted to say there's another one like an Irish podcast that we were trying to do and I ended up coming across Guys We Folk and I listened to a few episodes and it was gas um, but we didn't model it off that we had already decided and Jenny was like you know before we start ours I've been listening to this one and I I try to listen to one personally it's too far removed for me I'm not that interested in American culture I yeah I love American culture like but you live there maybe that's why no I just I'm just not because you like say for example it's like our um reality TV likes you love English reality TV I hate that yeah. I like American reality TV for me like the guys we fucked like talking about the guys was just not the same as Irish guys so I couldn't really connect to it yeah well. like they were talking in an episode I listened to about like you know dating a Mexican guy and like the trouble oh, that they yeah, would go through yeah, and I just yeah. couldn't connect to that and it was interesting but I just like the point of a podcast for me is like connecting to I've been listening to Serial yeah which is great but it's like annoying because I'll put it on before bed fall asleep and then like have to really listen because I'm like where am I in the story I love good podcasts but yeah so like I mean I think with the with Guys You Fucked I really liked their episodes where they used to actually because they started off their podcast with getting guys on that they had sex with and talking to them and that that I thought was brilliant so you went way back to listen to the first yeah when I I mean this was like a year ago and I started listening at their early ones because I knew that's what what they started the podcast for and that was really good because it was like now we have like this one night stand and that was really interesting interesting. but then and as they, it's like then, yeah. then obviously they ended up they ran out of dudes basically <laughs> and then they ended up getting on like they got on some celebrities and all their and uh, I don't know they're a little bit too like social justice warrior they're yeah. very like yeah, your yeah. privilege and you know, they're very I got I actually downloaded their book because um, I have Audible or whatever and I get like free audiobooks and I downloaded their book just to hear it and it's very like that it's very like which is for me, podcast-wise, tiring to listen yeah. to because I find podcasts just, like, soothing. Yeah, to me it was just a bit, like, pushing in a kind of... I don't like it when people try and push their political agenda down my throat. I just find it a bit boring and I'm just like, I get that you're a feminist, but I don't need to hear about it every three seconds, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and that's how I kind of felt that they Especially started the to go. Of, yeah. like, you might call yourself a feminist, but you're actually not as good as me because I see myself... It's like, Yeah, it's just like a competition. Oh and yeah. I get some people like that, and that's fine. Um, and they're really... I mean, they're fucking so successful. Jesus, fair play to them. Um, true, true. But, uh, yeah, just not my thing. I just prefer a good story. I love yeah, the story. it's nice to be, like, going to sleep or something. But it's also nice, like, I'm a stay-at-home mom, as you know. And it's great to have, like, another voice because, like, I'm listening to my kids talk. They talk shit. Like, I, you don't, you miss out an adult conversation a lot of the time if you're yeah. at home. Or even if you're working at home or whatever, if you don't have, like, that kind of, like, work 
discussions or just adult discussions in your day to day. So it's great to have podcasts. Yeah. Have, like, it just breathes life into your house. Like I can play a podcast and Luna can be watching Peppa. Yeah, and you're like, hee hee, I'm having adult time. Yeah, and I'm like, and you're learning as well, which is really yeah. interesting. Like I learned from that um, Britney one that Kurt Cobain's mom coined the phrase 27 Club. Matt. So cool. Yeah, that's what, like, and I said that to you. I was like, my favorite thing about podcasts is, like, while you're doing your makeup, you can be learning shit. Yeah. And there's a podcast on, I mean, we're just, like, an ad for podcasts right now. <laughs> but, like, but like, I'm just on this boat now. Yeah. And, I'm like, and now that Lindsay's on it, I'm like, yes. Because, <laughs> like, I've always been on it by myself. <laughs> but anyway, thanks. I mean, we may as well say we haven't said it in a podcast. It Gals is one year old. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday. Oh my god. Spicy warming up for the pub later. Uh, yes. Thanks for sticking around for one fucking year, Betty! Yes, I mean, I didn't get the, like what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. I didn't get, like, when Jenny came to me, she'd been listening to podcasts, she got the thing. Mm. I was like, I kind of get it, but I don't get it. And fucking this week, I got it. When I was sick, when I needed a visual break from the phone, I'm sick of freaking browsing Instagram, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Seeing boomerangs of champagne glasses. Yeah, I'm going to sit down and, like, you get to shut your eyes and yeah. still be, like... You're absorbing stories. Yeah. It's like reading, you know? It's, like, it's just... It's so soothing. It's so therapeutic. And it is addictive. Like, when you find a podcast that you fucking love, when they bring yeah. out a new episode, you're like... Ah! That's what I get it when people are like, where the fuck is the new episode? I'm like, I, I get you, girl. Like, I want to get back into reading, but then, like, I think I'm so far removed from reading because I'm so used to phones used to yeah so this is kind of a way for me to be like mm. you know reading but it's just being read to me and it's amazing like it's amazing to kind of you know make up the visual in your own head rather than being fed the visual and the it keeps you i think it's definitely a, a, a part of your brain that's being stimulated that isn't that we're missing these days you know yeah. it's like it is that reading part of your brain do you know what i mean like yeah. when i read a book there's definitely a, a, an aspect of my brain and my imagination and my creativity and that doesn't come out that doesn't and your kind of thought process and you're like oh did they do it did they not do they it's that kind of critical theory and critical thinking and kind of imagination all yeah. Mind isn't you don't get that in Instagram stories, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you get that only with a very specific thing. So, I mean, obviously, we are not uh, telling you stories, but we are telling you some of our but stories. But it does kind of, I think, listening to our podcast, like, we talk about certain situations which then connect the people that listen to, mm. to their similar situation that they've had. Totes. So, so thanks being, for being around. And on that, we are now to talking about <clears throat> fuck boys. Oops, fuck boys, like. So, as Lindsay said at the start of this episode, we get so many questions, um, obviously on our Tumblr for you guys. We've got our, uh, we're going to bring out our Q&A next week, but if you want to be in next month's Q&A, go on our Tumblr at itgalspodcast.tumblr.com, ask us there. Um, And we get a lot of questions about dating situations, because we give a lot of dating advice. And a lot of them that we get on the Tumblr are quite specific, like Mm. they're quite like this guy did this and mm. then he didn't text like they're quite like you know we would feel like we're just answering you back if we brought yeah. that to the podcast the ones we answer typically are ones that we feel that like are a bit more general like, like broader like we'll cover like a broader kind of topic yeah, rather than like help a lot more gals yeah. than just one gal Andy not texting you back yeah so and we, although we'd love to help you back, <laughs> so this is why we kind of compile this is what this. we're doing this so if you have asked if you have texted us or whatever uh, message us and we haven't got back to your question this is why because you were just dealing with a fuck boy 
Yes. And that sounds very like, you know, 2018, or to be honest, 2015 uh, lingo. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it is a specific thing. And in this, for the next like half hour or so, we want to deconstruct the word, the term, how they act. And we want to help you guys recognize yeah. when you're dating or dealing with one. How to spot a fuck boy. How to spot. So we urban dictionaried it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say, Lens? Okay, so. Broad top definition from UrbanDictionary.com. Fuck boy. Asshole boy who is into strictly sexual relationships. He will lead a girl on and let her down, then apologize only to ask for pics once the girl has welcomed him back into her trust. Boys like this will pretend to genuinely care about the girl, but always fail to prove the supposed affection. He almost never makes plans because he has to hang out on his terms, which could be the most whimsical of times. And if the girl rejects those plans because she has a legitimate reason for not being able to hang out, he will get pissed. However, if plans are made, he will bail on them without a second thought. If a girl tries to stand up to his asshole, he will most likely deny everything and turn it all around on the girl, making it seem as though the conflict at stake is her fault and he has done nothing wrong and hates when girls bitch at him for no reason. He will always come crawling back because he is a horny prick (laughs) and he cannot withstand the dispossession of one of his bays because he is more than that one, that's for sure. Texting such a boy will consist of the girl carrying the conversation and the guy responding with short answers 10 or more minutes after the girl's response. But when she asks why, he takes so long to answer it because he is busy, but he promises he likes her. Boys like this are (laughs) egotistical assholes who cannot be trusted and are hard to get rid of because they say all the right things to get the girl back. Boom, bitch. Okay, thank you, Urban Dictionary. To be honest, I use that website. I use it so much. You know, that's a sign of when you're fucking getting old. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is bae? Yeah. When I see, oh. I see some people like, like, cause I, I don't know. Me and Lindsay always connect with a younger gen. Yeah. Um, we're like the cool aunts. We used to be the cool sisters. Now we're the now cool we're aunties. Like the cool, I'm saying we're the cool grannies. <laughs> Fucking hell, it cracks me up. But, uh, and we used to be cool. Oh, we, back in the day, guys. You want to see us to 2012. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> we'll be throwing up a TVT. <laughs> we still are. Yeah, we still are. We still The dread nombre. Um, <laughs> but uh, people will put up on Insta and they'll be like, FW, FWSP. And I'm like, liking the pick Urban Dictionary. What the fuck? I'm like, it's not even Urban Dictionary yet. Oh, I know. And then I'm like, <laughs> when I finally find it, using it in my own caption. Yeah, I'm like, huh. When he don't take you back, FWB. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know my shit. No, I don't. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, God, look at her. She's still using that little meme. I'm I like, know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Do you ever see the Kermit the Frog meme? It's a brilliant one, isn't it? He loves that one with the cloak. <laughs> my favourite one with the cloak on that one I was thinking about today. The one that is me to the most is Kermit in the cloak, and he's like, I'm just going to do a natural look today. And the other one goes, pass the glitter, bitch. <laughs> Mine that I always resonate with is in the cloak. Stop saying, or no, not in the cloak. Stop saying it's lit in the cloak. It's lit. Stop saying it's it's lit. Like, when you just can't stop being. It's lit. Coolie. It's lit. I'm woke. Ah. So that is a very fuckboy term. So we've basically okay. We're, we've broken it down. You got the definition. We are going to give some kind of top line. Kind of uh, behaviors that we have noticed from fuckboys, from we've noticed personally from your questions. Yeah. And, and these are big ways that you can spot them. 
Because to this, cut the crap. Yeah, because us giving you tips how to cut deal how to deal with the football how to deal with the football is to not deal with them. Okay? How to deal with the football <laughs> is to recognise football yeah. and not be kind of like you know covering it in icing, being like, but he's going through so much right now. Yeah, and he's like such a nice guy usually, and blah blah. He gets on really well with Scranny sweetheart. Yeah, and then ignoring the fact that he's bailed on you for the fir- third time in a yeah. weekend. Yeah, because. And then putting up a pic of him being in a sesh with numerous girls yeah, there. Because, you know, okay, yeah, he might get on great with his granny. And one, ter- one like, lesson that I had to learn when I was younger was, like, a guy can be a great friend. He can be a great son. He can be a great cousin. He can be yeah. a brilliant, all of those things, genuinely. But he's a shit boyfriend. That's just the fact. Yeah. You can be a really genuine, nice... And I've had friends of guys who are like this, who are like really good friends to me, and I see them treat the girls they're dating like shit. Mm-hmm. Some guys are not good boyfriends. They're or not good partners. sometimes they're just not good boyfriends to you. Yeah. And they may get a girlfriend after totally. fucking around for yeah. years and be unreal to them. Yeah. It can just... Unfortunately, that's how the cookie crumbles. Do you think it's a light-on, light-off situation? Remember in Texas City, mm. Miranda just simplified it by being like... Men either have their light on or their lights off. I actually think, yes. As in a taxi vibe. I think, yeah, like, obviously, generally speaking. Because, you know, there's so many guys that I have dated and, like, you know, I always used to have this private joke to myself. <laughs> crying, <laughs> crying to the joke. <laughs> that, like, I was always the girl that a guy dated before oh, yeah. he got his girl. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Friend. That happened to me. It was like six guys in a row. Like, it wasn't funny. And yeah, they that were was like, girl. <laughs> it was crazy. And I was like, obviously dating me, <laughs> dating me showed them what they didn't want to date. <laughs> like, they got with me. Because the girl that they would get with after me would be the complete opposite. I don't know. I do think it's as simple as light on, light off. No, I don't that's think, what I mean. I yeah. think it is. So I I'm like... It's like, oh, you were thinking that thinking, back in the day. You were like, oh. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, it's just me. But like now I'm like, maybe it was just like... Because I think it is light on, light off. I've, I've also dated guys where, like, we've had a great connection, but they just didn't want to be in a, a relationship with me. And then six months later, I see them with a the girl, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's my problem. It's not my problem. They just weren't ready, maybe. I also do think, and this is what um, we also want to try and kind of do by this podcast, is there's certain things that, like, men will just, like, you know, not be interested in. Mm. If a guy is being a fuckboy, quotation, and the girl is just pandering to it and being like, oh, it's totally grand. It's totally, like, and just going along with it. I think they're like, 
like they're not stimulated enough to kind of and then they might meet a girl who's like I won't put up with that mm. I put, and then they're like oh okay I have to get in shape and then well, they kind of become like what we always said it's like you you get the fucking respect that you deserve kind of like yeah. no obviously that's you know it can be <laughs> it sounds harsh but like you know to a point where one thing that I did notice is like once you stop putting up with it you stop getting it because totally. and this is what we're going to try to help you like once you can recognize fuckboy traits you can just not deal with that person anymore and then you won't deal with them anymore yeah. because you'll notice and them s- like that and stop yeah totally and stop trying to cover it with oh but he's this oh but he's that yeah. like, you're trying to I've gone out with guys who've treated me badly because their parents were still together and he used to always talk about like oh my parents are together <laughs> amazing I long for that kind of relationship I would live off that rather than living in reality where yeah. he wasn't treating me yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be like, oh, well, he, he does see that, that his parents are still together yeah. and he wants He that. values that. Mm. So point number one that we have seen is... Coming in- right up after I blow my nose in the dark. Okay. <laughs> okay, Lindsay's blown her nose. She's all good now, guys. So, Sorry. The first trait that we have noted in a fuckboy that I think is very is it one that people get tricked by a lot yes is investing time versus investing time in texting Mm. Lindsay, go on pick it up where i left oh my god i've been there honey i've been like in a situation where i have started texting a guy that i may have known from Mutual friends, just like, you know, known from mm-hmm. general knowing men, you know? Yeah, groups bumped in, friend of friend, kind of Clubs, shy. yeah, friend of friend, right. And we would have started texting. And that texting turns into, we're texting most evenings until we're going to bed. Yeah. We're texting good morning, good afternoon. Sending memes. Memes, like songs, like, oh, it's just like constant, constant, constant texting, texting, texting. <laughs> It's like that whole, like, I'm texting a fella. I, yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> Harry, are you seeing anyone? No, I'm texting someone. Well, and you can get so, like, you know, you're, like, trying to read things in these texts. Mm. Like, he'll send the first kiss. You're like, okay. Or he'll be like, oh, I'd love to go there. We should go there one day. You're like, oh. So you're, like, reading into all these texts. However, these texts are not transcending into IRL hangouts. Activity. Like, for example, you are, like gasping, clutching your goddamn pearls because you're like, yes. he's out on a night with his lads and he's texting me the entire time. Yeah. Well, sorry. he could be doing anything else, but he's spending four hours texting me back and forth. I'm sorry, babes. Like, have you seen how little effort it takes to send a text in a club? He could be scoring a girl texting you over the girl's shoulder. Or he could be sick at home for a week and be texting you, texting you, texting you. Yeah. And then one day it could just stop. Yeah. And there's your text gone. I had this. I just fucking remember this now. I had this for three years when a dude. Three. Oh fuck. Actually, probably longer because it started. Like, this is. And, like, I know the lad. He's not a fuckboy, but, like, this was fuckboyish of him. Well, yeah, he was fuckboy. Then. So, you or something. Yeah, to me. Exactly. This is a, a <clears throat> perfect example of how a guy can be a fuckboy to you. Maybe he's not to his next girlfriend. Maybe he's a really nice friend. He's good. Like, I like him as yeah. a dude, but, yeah. like. Dude, not fucked me around because I was willingly going along with yeah, it. You know what I mean? But it started, like, on fucking MySpace. Okay, we are going OG. 
to oh, our to our younger followers, MySpace. Oh God, it was stunning. Best was. The, the peak of social media. So it started on MySpace and evolved through the years. It was on and off, you know. And but anyway, the most recent part of it was like we started texting. Like it started on Facebook. We were like you know talking on Facebook, and then it went into texting. So you migrated from MySpace to, to texting. Facebook to texting. Yeah, it was MySpace, and then we had boyfriends and girlfriends in between. So it was one of those choppy, changey ones. So you weren't texting when you were having the boyfriend. Yeah, it would just kind of be like oh, and then randomly be like texting this dude again. But we had a solid like I want to say two years where like neither of us were with someone and we were like texting I mean fucking constantly texting like texting back and forth you know kind of just talking about like we both watched a lot of the same shows it didn't really migrate into like what are you doing and but then that gives a false pretense if you have similar like interest why don't we just watch the damn shows together and ride exactly and he would always bring up shit like that too that was the thing it would always be like oh, like, we should get pizza and come over and watch this, and then we should do this, and blah, blah, blah. And it was, like, always, like, within our in-jokes and blah, blah, blah. But never actually, it like, come up Tuesday. Scored him once. <laughs> Scored him once. And I mean, like, but, like, it would literally be to the point where, like, he was out every weekend, I was out every weekend, this is when I was in college, and, like, I'd know he'd be out, and we'd be texting while we're out, and he'd be like, oh, I'm in uh, Pygmalion, and I'd be in Spy. Shows you how fucking long ago this was, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and Spy is just right, right, right beside it. You know where Farrier and Draper is? Go. Yeah. It's shy now. I know Spy was way Spy better. was lit. No offense, but it was. It was lit. Um, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I'll come across, and then I would, like, leave Spy, go into Pygmalion, and then he'd text me and be like, oh, I just left. <laughs> and then I'd be like, where did you go? And he'd be like, oh, I'm in, like, you know, so I'd go there. And then he, he'd leave there. Like, it was fucking mad. And, and like, what kept you I, him? I think it was just, like, I was like, this has to work. Like, we get on so well. We have so many of the same interests. He's always texting me. You've like, had the time. Scale. Yeah. Like, even though in the text we never said, like, I fancy you. There was never that thing of, like, I yeah. really like you. That never... the allure sometimes going, though. Exactly. And it was just that kind of anticipation of, oh, my God, but when we, when we meet up and score, it's going to be it's incredible. It's going to be magical. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have best sex, but never had sex. Scored him <laughs> once, drunkenly. I don't even think he remembers scoring me. Like, it's I think so he... Odd. I think... No, allegedly. Allegedly. I'm pretty sure he kind of was like text me after we scored text me being like did we score like pretend to kind of not really remember so uh, yeah so like that is a prime example of a guy who is you know investing time texting you that's not a thing texting like i've been there too where i've totally read into like texting a guy for ages Mm. and like you know they can give you things they're like oh my goodness we're gonna be such a good couple lol but you are seeing the lol, but disregarding that, but like, yeah. you know, buying into the fact, like you're texting them every night. Like you said, you're talking about similar shows, yeah. music, fashion, whatever the you're hell you're flirting, like. Yeah. And you're like finding out <clears throat> we have loads in common and this will work mm. when we they can get off the phone and actually do some IRL shit because we have so much in common. Yeah. I've also had a situation where I've built up a kind of fling via texting so much before mm. a date. Oh, source. And then you actually get to see them and... You have nothing to talk about. Yeah, you have nothing to talk about or your text buzz seems so electric that it was like, oh, I can't stop talking and you're imagining what it's going to be like when you eventually do meet up mm. and it doesn't translate. Mm, yeah. Sometimes guys are deadly texters. Yeah. Like my sister always say to me, if ever, like, you know, when I have been single and I'm like texting away a guy... 
And I'm like, oh, he's not really giving me anything. And they're like, look, some guys are just bad texters. Mm -hmm. And some guys are great texters. That doesn't mean they're a great guy to hang out with. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, sometimes guys can text you back really, like, mundane stuff. Like, how was your day? Hope you got on well. And you're like, oh, he's shit. He's crap. And you can write them off. But then, actually, in real life, they're really saying they're really, like, yeah. fun, and they just don't like texting. That happened to me with Michael the first few times. Because when we were in person, we'd be chatting away, like, oh, yeah. but he's not a big texter. Mm. And it's even more so when I met him first. And I'd be kind of like, oh, this is so weird. Like, we're not talking during the week. Like, when we don't, like, it's so weird. We only talk in person. And it's yeah. just like, what the fuck? Like, that's such a false thing where you have to be texting all the time. Like... It's not real. Like, if a guy is texting you too much, like, if the, if you're spending way more time texting a dude than talking in early situations, you know, than seeing a guy, I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, if you know he's out and you're out and he's just texting you, like, yeah, you know, it's, it's very easy for him to just be like, oh, we should meet up. And I think we also have to just acknowledge that, like, at the end of the day, you, a woman or a gal, can see, like, someone texting them a lot as a big investment of their time. Mm. You don't know that their job might just equal them sitting, being able to be on their phone all day. Yeah. Or they, their mates might all be away, so their nights are consisted of them just sat at home texting loads of girls and might not just be you. Like, you have to differentiate, like, social media texting stuff to real life. Yeah. Just because, like, he's texting you or liking your pics does not mean... If he's not asking you out and you're texting him back and conversing Mm. with him so much, if he's not trying to move that on to, like, a real-life date, he's not bothered. And that's, like, you have to just take actions rather than what he's saying. Yeah, because I've had situations, like, where, like, I've been kind of texting a dude, say, and he has been way more into me. And I'll just be kind of randomly texting him because, like, I was single and I was a bit bored. And I yeah, didn't really you have want a, the, like, didn't, didn't have a dude to text. And he'd be like, oh, we should go away this weekend. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, anyway, watch that movie. And then I'll keep texting him. So it's like, yeah. we're all guilty of it. But you have yeah. to be able to spot it when it's happening to you because people are shit. People do shitty things all the time. People are selfish when it comes down to it sometimes. And, and how to spot it. Yeah, like, spot it. And if you're fine with it, then whatever. So but how like, do you think how to spot it? Like, I would think, like, for example, I've been in a situation where I've been texting, 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 and then, you know, he brings up, like, say, oh, there's this deadly night on in this club, I really want to go to it, I haven't been able to. And you're like, great, yeah. this is my freaking, like... You're in. Yeah, so I'm like, cool, well, actually, I'm free on Thursday, That the next time it's on, mm. we could go together, and they're like, yeah, cool, definitely, we definitely should some Thursday. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. Like, I, I, this Thursday, I just said I'm free. Set the date! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, and they can, you know, cloud you with their response because yeah. they are saying yes some Thursday. Mm. They're not saying no. So you can still be clinging on to something. If you're texting and you are, like, putting forward an actual, like, let's just stop the texting and actually meet up, if they're not biting on that, they're not interested. Yeah. For no me, matter, it's like if you are. If you feel like you're the only one putting that forward, like, because there can be times where you're like texting guy and then like he'll say, "Oh, do you want to come out on Saturday?" and you can't on Saturday, and the next time you're like, "Oh, do you want to do this on Thursday?" and, and they can't, and he can't, and it's awkward and it can happen. But for me, what I found, especially with that dude, was like I was 
always the one trying to move it from texting to IRL. Always. It was always me. It was like... IRL is in, in real life. life. Just in case you don't know. In case our old lingo, we're like doing MySpace I lingo. I mean, like MSN Messenger. ASL. Age sex because you weren't able to upload photographs. Yes. You had to say your age sex and location. Oh my god! Oh, I was said was Liddy. So it. Damn. Put on your song. Damn. Put on your song. So the fact I used to do that to this guy, I put on his favorite song. So, okay. Oh my goodness, we've all been now, honey. Anyway, so well, for me with this dude, it was like we were both enjoying the texting, and then say we were both be out one Friday, and he, um, he's like, "Where are you?" And I'm in Spy. He's in Pygmalion. He would just be happy just to keep texting. But I was always the one who'd be like, I'll come to the bar. I'll do the thing. I'll do the blah. Let me come and make it real life. I'll move it. Let's do it. And it was always him being... Like, it's, he never said no. It was always just, oh, shit, I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. Oh, it's like out in Bald Bridge. Like, you know what I mean? It was always that. And then so, he'd be like, cool, will I come? And no, text no back. No text back. Yeah. Like, or, like, you could be texting happily the whole night, and then you're like, hey, let's meet up. And then no text back. You know what I mean? It's like, those, that's like, are you putting in 100% of the effort to bring it into the real life, like, sphere? Are they not biting? Yeah. Like, I mean, are they just basically disrespecting your time? It's happened to me. You'll remember, honey, um, where I was texting, texting, texting this guy, and we kind of hooked up once. It was a bit of a weird... We'd been texting loads before we finally fucking met up, so there was that whole, like, pretense, oh my goodness, we're mm. going to get on so well because we've been texting, we have this whole backlog mm. of, like, you know, this full... I kind of think it can be this false perception of, like, knowing someone or a connection. Mm. Then you meet up, and it was like... He was so casual about the whole thing where I was kind of on the being on the side of being like, Oh my goodness, we're finally hanging out. We've been talking for so long and he was like, Alright, alright I'm like hey. I don't remember who this was. Sorry, we just stopped asking. She knows if she's clued in and she can understand more. So we hung out like the whole time I was like, Who <laughs> is she talking about? So long. We'll tag him. <laughs> tag you babes. Yeah, we'll tag you. He needs it. He needs a shutter. Um <laughs> But, yeah, so we hung out, and it was kind of, like, a bit of a letdown. Uh, I wasn't sure what he was feeling. He was a bit weird in person. And then I went home, and he continued the same texting. Yeah. So then it kind of made me doubt our actual hangout. Because mm. I was like, he's keeping up the same, like, ferocious, passionate That's texting. a big one. Are you, is your perception of the dude how he is as a texter or what it was in real life? Yeah. Because it's so easy to overshadow the shit date with yeah, the great so texting. I was like, oh, he was a bit weird. He didn't really, like, try it on with me. It was a bit, like, of a letdown. But then he was like, oh, I loved you know, hanging out with you, we had a great time, we want to do that again. I was like, oh, Mm. maybe that was just me. Yeah, maybe I picked it up wrong. Yeah, and then a big, like, no-no for me was when this is how it ended. We kind of were, like, still continuously texting and stuff and, like, reigniting this false flame. And I was, like, again, trying to push it forward to IRL shit. So Mm. I was like, here, do you want to come out? We can hang out. And he was like, yeah, definitely. He was texting me all day, being like, can't wait to come out. You know, I'm going to get this train, like, keeping me in the know. I was like, grand, yeah. I was ready. I was cute outfit, freaking hair washed, makeup snatched, mm-hmm. ready. 
drink in the fridge. Edges laid. Yes, I was ready. <laughs> and he told me he was getting in at this certain time. I was going to meet him, and he was just messing me around like an hour before he was due out. He was like, "I'm just going to grab a pint with the lads. I'm just going to." He was in the barbers. I'm yeah, sorry, was, that oh, was, was so big queue, and it was just like these like it was everything was in the way. It was like you know those dreams you have where you're meant to be going to school and like the bus is late, someone's in the way, the bus yeah, crashes, and, and you like, can't get to school. And you're and trying to run, yeah, it's like you're running to cement. Money. You're like, oh. it was like one of those dreams, right? But he, was just like, though, he was like, I'll definitely be out by like 10. He was supposed to be out by 7. <laughs> and I ran to and I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Should I just wait around and like, because I want to see him, I want to hang with him. Yeah. Should I just wait around till 10 and just fucking be like, fuck it, because I have waited this long. And she was like, this dude's disrespecting your time. Mm. And fuck that shit because he'll yeah. either not come or come at one in the morning and you look like a fucking idiot and you've been sitting up all night like twiddling right, your yeah. hair like makeup don't re- really powder on it's your just, face like you know that can happen when you're in like a trusting relationship or whatever like I've done that <laughs> before like, oh, yeah, I like you, we're, we're in a relationship where I'll be out with Lindsay and I'll be like I'll be out for an hour and I'm like woo yeah and that happens to guys as well exactly. like, I'm going out for one love yeah. and then they come back at like 2am and I mean, you know when you've already have the basis of trust and respect it's it's you know people can do that shit it's annoying still and I still feel bad when I do it but you know but there is leeway that you kind of have to keep in relationships I always say the first few dates and months should be your best fucking behavior this is you at your best you're showing yourself like I don't you're like I'm perf my contour is always on I'm all vagina smooth legs smooth tan to shit like this is your this is when you set your impression and how the relationship starts I think does in some way um kind of you know trickle down to how the relationship continues like if someone in your first month is disrespecting your time Mm. they're they're gonna disrespect you forever because you have not put up a boundary of like I don't stand for this shit fuck that like so if they're like ah sure she doesn't care it's kind of like in friendships like I have a few friends who always um, like we'd make plans to hang out and they'd kind of cancel them Mm. I know that they're then the friends that I can cancel on yeah exactly like if you have a friendship they're like oh yeah we definitely hang out Wednesday brilliant can't wait oh it's going to be amazing Monday comes, they're like, if you can't do Wednesday, we can't do Friday. Yeah. Like, oh, no, bother, no, bother. Or they just randomly don't turn up, and you're like, oh. Yeah, you're like, but you kind of, like, have that level of, You've like... You have low expectations. I'm, yeah, I know honest. she's going to cancel, and then I would cancel on her. Yeah. Because I'm like, she's done it to me, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So it's that kind of back exactly. and forth. But then there's other friends who, like, really value their time, who, like, are you definitely on because... You know, this yeah. is happening, or else just let me know. Yeah. That then I would never cancel on them. It's like you, the like, way you and I are each other. It's like I know that you're busy with your kids. You know, I'm busy with my my bo- my job, my boss, my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy with my boss. I'm not having a fucking affair with my boss. Oh, oh god! Not that you're not cute. I'm sure this you is are. A male poxy feminist. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm only joking. Yeah, but, I was never time to open a can. <laughs> Crack one open oh, any But, uh, you know, I'm busy at my job, so it's like, I know that when we say we're recording on Saturday, it's just like, unless, obviously, if something comes up, but it's like, we're not going to be like, ah, I can't really come. I'm actually not arsed. Well, for example, I was sick this weekend, so I had to exactly. kind of tell you I was sick, and then like, yeah, we've you know, got shit to do. But if there was a week, I think, where we were like, yeah, we'll definitely record on Friday, and we were like, yeah, 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 and then one of us let it down, we're like, yeah, maybe we could do Saturday, and you're like, no, I told you I couldn't do Saturday. Yeah, I'd be like, like oh, okay. cool, we'll definitely do next week. Mm. That would then be the kind of sets the dynamic, tone. yeah, sets the tone for like, next week, oh, she cancelled last week, so, yeah, I, so I can, can cancel this week, week. and okay. then it just, 
like that's the respect level so true so then you can just you set your respect level we always have said it and so the next thing that I want to get on to I think it comes from this right so this is so we've gone from the dude who's like maybe you know either you know just texting you can't Shakespeare Shakespeare a Nokia Shakespeare Steve Jobs is Shakespeare yeah and then we've got this other dude and I think this dude is maybe like not the best texter like he's not the one putting all the time into the texts right he's not the guy who's like constantly texting constantly texting and you're like oh my god we're so special it's pretty amazing blah blah but you've got this dude who like will be texting you the average amount you really fancy him like that's kind of the situation I'm seeing it as like you fancy him from afar and when he texts you you're like oh it's like this fake like oh my god he texted me it's so like unexpected this is the dude that sends the you up text no question mark you up you up you up just dead man you up and what time does he send a honey 2.30 between the hours of 1 and 4 or sometimes a.m. sometimes 11 I feel I've got it sometimes kind of like edging towards they want to see where their notes going sure it will start with a you out you out usually 10 to 11 yeah you up 12 to 4 12 to 4 yeah (laughs) They, yeah, the two stunning texts. I mean, I'm tearing up thinking I mean, about how romantic uh, they are. Rumi Kapoor. You up, <laughs> you up, you out. You up, you out. You up, I know. Get up, I know. Get up, I know. That's how my mom used to wake me up for school. Get up, I know. Come on now. Tearing the freaking cover off me. My dad, my dad used to work on a fishing boat. This is a random story, but they, the guy used to go into the fishing boat. And he goes, "Drop your cocks and pull up your socks." Oh my God. What a horrendous way to <laughs> drop <Like>. your cocks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Oh <laughs> but so this is the dude who sends this, and I've got a very, I've got a good story on this, right? So when I was in New York, dated this dude, whatever. He was definitely a fuckboy. Um, <laughs> But, like, he was weird because he was a fuckboy, but he was more into me at the start than I was into him. So I guess I didn't really see the fuckboy traits as much because I just didn't really care. And anyway, we were, like, dating very, very casually for, <coughs> like, a couple of months, I guess. Really casual. And then we... I kind of just lost interest. He said something really offensive to me. And I was like, fuck you, dude. I ain't into it. Um <coughs> So we kind of like randomly just like, you know, the usual stopped liking each other's Instagram pictures, stopped, yeah. t- you know, all the usual uh-huh. kind of steps. Um, and I was just like, fuck that. But then randomly, like, he would like like a picture of mine. And I'd be like, oh, fuck it, gas. Yeah. And then that night, I would be like in bed or, you know, getting ready for bed. It's like a Wednesday. And I'd get a text like, hey, I'm in your neighborhood. Are you around? And I'd just be like, uh, it's so random because like we basically had a fight. We stopped, like, all 21st century level of interaction. Yeah. And now I'm getting this random text. And the first time I got it, I was definitely like, oh, hello. Oh, look who's back. Because uh, I kind of took it as, like, I, you know, put my foot down and was like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's kind of being like, oh, I miss you. And he's also like, I get where you were coming from. Or, like, still thinking about you. Yeah. Like, you know, after, because this is a good month later. I yeah. want to say, uh, no contact. And I was kind of like, oh, and like I texted back then being like, oh, hey, no, like I'm not out. Um, like I was in work the next day or something. And I kind of was like, oh, we should go out soon. Or, you know, yeah, like, definitely kinda, next time. Or yeah. Like, like let me know next time or something. And no, no WB, um, which is like, whatevs. And then it kind of went on. And then he kind of sent me like two or three more over the next month of when he was, and it was always when he was in my neighborhood. Like it was never like he was just out. And it was never like, oh, I'm going out on Friday. Yeah. Do you want to come with us? Yeah. 
It was never like premeditated. No, like it was always. Planning. I honestly around two a.m. The bars in New York stop shut at four, so he's obviously like, "Where's my night going?" Yeah. Definitely. Also, I'm in your neighborhood, a.k.a. I'll come around to your gaff. A free bed for the night. Free bed for the night. Like, I'll cycle around. I'll be there in two minutes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I was kind of like, the last two times, I was kind of like, semi replying. And the other two times, he was texting me at like 4 a.m. And I was fucking asleep. So I wasn't replying. Yeah. And as soon as I stopped replying, I got no more text messages. They stopped coming. The texts dried the fuck up like 60-year-old's vagina. They were <laughs> gone. Now, what we were talking about before we recorded this is it's the difference of perception of reading these texts mm-hmm. you can be a girl who hasn't heard from a dude in three months yeah. and then he texts you and is like hey you out tonight and the girl's like oh my god it's been months and he's thinking of me yeah it's been months and he's like he's lit and he's thinking of me in yeah. his lit stage because oh my god you're like oh my god like people's true emotions and true kind of what they want to happen comes out when they're lit at 2am the club like they're obviously lonely they're thinking of me they're thinking the of one girl thinking of the great sex that we had and the connection the connection everything and he can't get over it and he's texting me now yeah. luckily i was in the mindset where i didn't really give a fuck but I've also been in the mindset with that dude, by the way, with that fucking dude. With the same guy. Same guy. Where you've liked him. When I was into it and he would text me. No, it wasn't when I was in my gaff. It would be like, I was out, he was out. He texted me at 3 a.m. We'd meet up after we've both had our individual nights out. Like, okay. And you're like, oh, it's so nice because he's obviously in a bar. Loads of hot girls. We're in New York. And he's choosing me to come out with. It's like, no, yeah. obviously his game was not on point that night. And I was way easier, an easier option. He didn't have to do any of the groundwork. He just had me around the corner in a bar I wasn't hanging out with them he could be off out getting other girls numbers in the other bar next door and I'm going to meet up with them anyway and go home with them that night and yeah. in my mind, I was like, oh, my God, like, it's amazing. Like, I can he have my night. Had any, and when you're so into someone, you do see them yeah. that kind of... He could have anyone. He could have anyone, but he's choosing me. Kind yeah. Of thing. It's like, I'm the choice. Mm. Where it's like, but, like, you weren't his choice to actually spend any meaningful time with. Yeah. Like, like you're his choice to shag again when he has yeah. got with you before. Yeah. But he, it wasn't his choice to invite you out or to... Have you around with his friends or, yeah, like... Or buy you a few drinks. Yeah, or, or, like, have a conversation. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, when you're going back to a guy's gaff, like, you're out chatting the taxi, you're in the taxi, riding you fall asleep. Like, and you're late at that time. Like, yeah. you're going to be like... You know, you're talking kind of slurry drunk. Sort yeah, of you're not having any substantial like connection or mm. conversation, and then you usually, I find with these dudes, don't hear about hear from them until the next night out. Like they're that they're that dude. Like this, the you out dude is a party kind of. He's out and about. I find he's yeah. like he's on the town. He's you know has his friends. He's in the bars. He's he's constantly out, constantly out. Thinks everyone else is also always out. By the way, oh, I know. Like I mean, <laughs> he's texting me on Tuesdays. Like you out. No, I work. Yeah, no, I'm in pseudocreme with in my bed, and my <laughs> mum is like rubbing lavender in my feet. What do you want? Yeah. No, I'm not out. And they also, I feel, they I make you like, they make you feel this like weird panic where it's like they, I'm just kind of going back to like my mindset. I'm bringing it back. It's like freaking therapy. Like you're like chills and you're like oh and you're kind of like you know oh my god like I've kind of forgot about him and mm. maybe he forgot about me and then you get this text and you're like 
this is my one chance. Like, that's mm. what I feel like. You're like, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And if I say no now, he'll never text me again. And oh my God, yeah, oh my God. And you're like, you're like, I have to get him over because, like, if we, like, it was like that thing with that guy you were talking about just there, mm. where it's like, even though he was like, oh, I might be coming at midnight, you were like, but what if we never get to yeah, meet up? And, and it's I like, then you never that, meet up. Like, you know, my mind easily could have gone to and has definitely in the past gone to, like, okay what I can do is put on a night out outfit and freaking pretend I've gone out <laughs> yeah. or like call anyone I know who's also out meet them at 12am or 2am for a half hour because drink because you were going to do that that <clears throat> night as well you were like maybe I'll go out you know meet someone and have a drink I'm like fuck that yeah. like and then be like yeah I'm out anyway so if you're out I'm out we're all out <laughs> yeah I'm just a random guy that goes out I remember night. we did that way back in the day <laughs> when I was living in Marina <laughs> And I was dealing with a fuckboy back then, so bad. Hell to the year. And um, I got a... I think it was like... I was texting this guy, Skyping him, whatever. And then he put up a photo on social media of him with this girl's hand. And I was like, I need to go out. I need to get yeah. a picture of me being out. Because I was at home with Rilo, you know... Just feeling so... Like, it is intimidating when you're, like, in your cosy mode mm. and you're getting a text being like, are you out? Because, like, I'm out and we're all out. Are you out? Yeah, it's like, like they're no. in such a different fucking mindset. And you also do feel like the loser who's like, no, I'm at home. Yeah, no, I'm in my mammy's house. It's like, oh, you're fucking out getting lit with the lads. Like, yeah. I'm at home for complaining to an And you're like, no, I'm not out. I'm, there's nothing cool you can be doing at home. The only thing you can say to them is, like, I'm at home in lingerie fingering myself. Yeah. Or, like, uh, <laughs> actually having a set at home tonight. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just keeping a casual at home. <laughs> and they're like, can I come over? Uh, no, it's me and my mum and granny having yeah. a quiet glass of wine watching Dancing with the Stars. So, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but I remember, like, literally calling up a friend, being like, can you please babysit Rhino? I need to go out. I need to get a fucking picture. And we went out to play pool. Oh, my God. And we took those, like, provocative images of me. <laughs> Of us hugging, of us like. Do you know what? If you go to my the photo I put up for Lindsay's birthday, one of the photos. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm we're we, being weird. We were kind of being, we were like, let's pretend to be a couple. Yeah, we were like. So I did. A, he won't know what's going on. I did like a backwards pictures. hug, you know, where yeah, like kind of the lad is kind of hugging the girl from behind. And we also <laughs> brought a guy friend of ours out and had him in the background. But because, I wrote him, but because it was a guy didn't know, and you left your freaking really nice bra in his house. Still, we'll never get over that. That Topshop bralette. Yeah, it was the. Like From closing oh, one. Oh god! He kept like, saying it wasn't. It didn't exist. Some other indie freak probably went in and took it. Oh my god! Wait. <laughs> Sorry, I had to uh, highlight a little story to Lindsay there. Anyway, oh, scene, lost the bra. Lindsay got the pick, and it was yeah. all this big fucking fake Hoo-ha. night. Yeah, fake night. Like I mean, literally, it was, and it was just like literally forcing people like take a picture of me with my like top up. <laughs> oh, take another. Take another. Take another. Take ah! Going home and blowing the pics, being like, there. And I have my night out too. <laughs> you got one like off him, probably. Barely a like, maybe. I don't think he acknowledged it at all. Yeah. But I knew. Yeah. I knew. I knew too. No, I think I can't. He was like, so I want you get up to yourself. I was like, ah, what did I do? Oh, I think I went out and played with a pool with my mates, a few guy mates. And girls, guy and girls. <laughs> no big deal. You, yourself? Yeah. You I have guy and girl mates. I didn't see it, but... Um, hand-holding? Yeah, just, hands that's something. grand with me, because I was actually out with a guy, just a mate, and we were hugging and shit, as you can see by that picture. Yeah, I've got evidence. Randomly, Jenny was taking pictures of me. Yeah, and she's so annoying. She never stopped taking pictures. And I'm like, stop! I was like, teaching him how to dance, ballroom, tango. Yeah, he was like, you know, he's crazy, but like, we're mates, but... Just, you know, 
Low key mates. Anyway, so yourself, like, so you get into those games. How do you, with these guys, okay, so this is, it's an easy one to spot. Now, obviously, some dudes that you are texting that are nice and blah, blah, blah will be asking you, are you up, blah, blah, blah. That, <laughs> that can happen. It's happened. It's been good. I've done it to my boyfriend when we were dating. Like, you know, you're randomly like, hey, can I come back to your house? Yeah. The whole thing is, is this the main time that you were hearing from this dude? Does he text you on a Tuesday saying, does he ever ask you out in general? Like, is he ever like, oh, do you want to come out on Friday? Or is the only mm. time you hear from him on a night out is that between these hours? And is it not like, hey, are you around? There's a great night on here. Do you want to come? It's just you out, you up. Or like really, really last minute kind of stuff. Yeah. He expects you at the drop of a hat. Or last minute as in like, I'm going to have my night out. Would you be free after that? Yeah. So after it's not I've like done a... all my fun stuff where I'm going to this gig or... Hanging out with my mates, would she be free after that when I can come back to yours? Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it's like, do, does he just expect you, does he have this image of you that you're just like kind of waiting around, you're at his beck and call? I think it whittles down to respecting people's time. I think, like, a lot of times I've been on the receiving end of fuckboys where they're like, like you said, like on a Tuesday evening, like 10 o'clock, being like, here, do you want to come out for a drink? And, like, they know you have a full-time job. Yeah. Or they know you have, like, shit to be doing. Yeah. Or that you're very busy. So they clearly don't actually give a shit if you're and coming or not. They're, they're putting just chancing the... their arm. And they'd probably be chancing their arm with a few other people yeah. to see who's going to actually be available. And they're putting you in the position to constantly reject them. That annoys me, too. You know, that way, like... We had that uh, situation with a friend before where, like, she knew that I worked Monday to Friday. I didn't do things during the week. And it was like, she'd always ask me to go for a drink on a Wednesday night. And I'm like... I'm going to come across as the asshole here because I'm go- I'm in the position of constantly rejecting you. But and as a guy who does that, it's like they just don't have, they don't what they they're not listening to your kind of day to day life. Or they're not caring about you enough to acknowledge that okay, this girl works, so she probably yeah. won't want to come out this night. I'll ask her when I know she's free because then I'll definitely get to see her. Yeah, exactly. Or there's things like when if you're texting a guy and he asks you out like last minute he's like here do you want to come out tonight and you're like no I can't but I, I'm definitely free Thursday mm. and then they just ignore that or they're like yeah we'll see totally maybe and then they don't kind of follow up with it that kind of stuff you're just like if it's not just concluding to some kind of in real life actual hangout and valuing each other's time yeah. and sitting in a pub it doesn't need to be like oh you want him to ask you out to this really expensive dinner yeah, it's and not a candlelit dinner it's just no, like it's a big quality like, time where you're getting yeah. to know each other you know if he wants to hang out with you and if he wants to get to know you and like be is interested in you he will put aside his lad time he will put aside whatever else he's he gets up to and he mm. will give you doesn't have to be like a fucking three day weekend yeah. but like or like say for example you are both going out on a Friday he'll say oh why don't we meet up beforehand and then we can have our separate nights out you know it's not always the last option at the night I find like it's like they'll make the yeah. time for you it's kind of like adhering to like a certain plan so you're both on the same page yeah, so you're like, not like anxiety ridden waiting mm. for like a text or waiting like if he's like here I'm out till probably about one because there's this stag thing on but I'd love to like meet you before and then yeah. maybe we could go home together if it's a pre-planned thing then that's different but if it's just like him bored on a night out asking if you're up girl close the phone bye and if it's a guy who's just like making plans and then just bailing on them again he doesn't respect you or your time mm-hmm. and the only way he will is if you just don't adhere to that. Yeah. 
So true. So we're going to move on to another thing fuck boys do, and that's the unrealistic future plans. And using the term we. We, we, we. This one, I think, is like... So, for example, I'll use a friend of mine's uh, example. I won't say who she is, but y'all fucking love. Anon, a friend of mine, was seeing a dude, and they were like... They were seeing each other like they were dating. You know that way? So this is kind of, to me, the fuckboy that you are kind of dating. You know, it's like you're having dates, and this is why it's. I think this guy kind of tricks you the most because he really is very good at manipulating a situation to make him look like he's the best, and and he's also giving you a false pretense of like kind of something to go off. If exactly, been like having consistent dates. And yeah. So this girl's like seeing this dude. You know, they're sleeping together, hanging out, like you know, a normal man, like once a week, twice a week, maybe. And you know, after a point, he kind of started to say to her, like, um, I kind of realized that. I'm the only one who ever makes the dates. Like, it's mad that you never make the dates. Like, you're never like, do you want to go out for dinner? And she was kind of like, oh my God, sorry. Like, I never realized that. Totally. Like, I'll, you know, arrange a date or whatever. And like, she started arranging dates. And they were also like, you know, this was coming up to like the three or four month mark, you know. And he was kind of bringing up stuff like, oh, like, my family have a house down in, you know, Wicklow. Do you want to, you know, we, we'll go there this summer. Or, you know, he was kind of using these big, overly <clears throat> promising terms. Like, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Asher, when you meet my granny, oh, you love her. And he was speaking in these very future terms. And he was like, you know, oh, I might, I'm thinking of maybe moving abroad for work. Would you ever consider moving abroad? And she was kind of like, oh, my God. Like, he's really factoring me into his life you know and then all of a sudden one day he just started ghosting her and then met up there and was like i never wanted anything serious i think you want something way more serious than me and it should end and she was just like are you having a poxy laugh like you crazy like you were the one first of all making all the dates then you said that you wanted (laughs) me to make dates yeah then you were factoring me into your summer plans factoring me into like meeting your ma like will i move to poxy abu dhabi who the hell knows and now you're saying that i'm taking it too seriously when you put the expectation of it being seriously on me and this is something that i feel like fuck boys do so much like we were talking before we recorded about they'll be like you know you'll be with this fuckboy and you're like oh what are you do next weekend and he's like ah who knows who knows do you ever think of traveling america we should do that next year like they'll give you the end goal crazy plan yeah. but they won't fucking book a dinner table with you yeah they'll be like <laughs> you're the kind of girl that i'm gonna end up with like you're exactly what like i envision like, like i know me mom will love you my <laughs> granny will love you my fucking stepdad my watch is yeah. like, like, and then he'll be like then he'll be like oh my god do you want to go in thursday ah uh, i'll see you anyway love I might yeah, be busy. I might be no, busy. Yeah, no, definitely want to go out, but I might have another thing that yeah. I need to do. I know the lads booked the Astro Turf. I don't know like, when yeah. we're doing but five aside. Like honestly, like so, it's that kind of like it's just the age-old thing of like being sold with words. Yeah, like you know, ignoring the fact that he's not actually doing anything that he's saying he will do in the future. But it's very easy to promise the biggest thing. Like, it's so... Like, I could literally sit here... I could sit with, like, you know, any fella that I was dating and be like, oh, I cannot wait to travel India with you. Like, like you can... Like, it's really easy to lie about that shit because it's so far ahead in the future that, like, no one's expecting you to do that tomorrow. It's harder to actually be like, oh, I'll see you on Saturday and commit to the plan but and I, follow through. Yeah, <laughs> but I also feel... 
as well sometimes if you're hanging out with someone and maybe you don't have that much kind of back and forth Mm. conversation that's really easy and stuff like that it's a lot easier to basically make up conversations yeah it's a lot easier to be like well imagine if you know like you said like we're traveling India or imagine (laughs) if we like went freaking backpacking around Thailand like you know they are like dreamy situations that are like really easy to talk to yeah. with someone whereas it's kind of a deflection of what's actually going on where you can't talk about the here and now mm. and the here and now is like you know if he's not asking you to hang out with his friends or if he doesn't want you really a part of his life there's a reason for that yeah. and there's no amount of reasoning that's going to definitely mean that you're one day going to be travelling around India with the dude yeah well it's like that whole like donkey and a carrot thing you know that thing where it's like you tie a like a steak with a uh, carrot at the end of it for a donkey and he's always going to be like chasing the carrot but he'll yeah. never get it it's like mm. it's very easy to keep a girl interested by being making these like overly like big committing things like oh you know what like you know they'll be sitting there on their laptop and they're like oh our kid will be fucking beautiful you know like you're yeah. able to like bring up these really OTT dreamy fantasies because this girl then is going okay yeah he doesn't text me back he barely ever sees me but we've spoken about having kids yeah, so it's like and that's you have more this tangible than the reality. False, not yeah, you've, you. we've got this false serious relationship where you're like you probably aren't getting on that well. You're barely talking. You're kind of texting. <clears> you're probably grand sex, whatever. You fancy him, but like he's literally talking about like moving to a New York for a year together. Or it could be a thing as well of say he's not in the best job and he doesn't really take you out in dates, but he has plans to like you know he has his career plans. He's like, oh my goodness, I'd love to treat you. Yeah. Uh, once I like get my job and stuff, like I would love. To, like, so he kind of manipulates you into thinking that he is this type of person. Mm. But that can also be a way of him just getting away scot free from kind of getting you to pay for stuff now mm. because he's saying, "I'll get you back in the future." Well, it's like one day, someday, yeah, sometime it'll happen. I promise. And they can talk. Like I've had guys who were like in bands, and I've been dating, and they're like, "Yeah, I mean, like I know it seems like." Not much is going on now, but I guarantee you, this single's going to blow up. <laughs> yeah, they're like, so no, when that happens... It's always once this happens, when that yeah, happens, once, once I, I get, get my this, once I get my social welfare card, then I'll get the doll and I can bring it out. Oh, but now I'm on the doll, but once I get my back pay on the doll, then I'll bring it out. Yeah. Once I get my job, then I'll really once be I able to treat it. Once I finish masters, then I'll, yeah. oh my God, I'm going to be swimming in cash. Yeah. You're going to be there with me, honey. And it's like, it's obviously like, not that those are the important things, but it's like, if they're like, constantly promising for the next thing that's going to be better, like, it should be good now. Obviously, like, people are going to go through things in their life where like they've got no money they've got less money whatever the hell like people go through that shit together but like if they are making up for their bad behaviour because of like certain situations like not having a job and it's free to treat or someone just, well like it's free to be yeah, nice to someone or just like if they're in like a sashy moment where they're like oh like it's just like it's been mad lately like we've been going out loads and all that stuff but like it's not always like that like it's festival season or it's theater, yeah, it's, yeah, you know whatever it is like if they're making an excuse for their bad behaviour being a temporary situation, like, you know, like, oh, sorry, I haven't seen you loads. Like, as you said, like, it's been, like, the, the last 24th, then it's been festival season. It's like, but you didn't, it's not like, um, you know, if your expectations for just, like, general behaviour aren't being met, and they're just it talking in these big, highfalutin terms, it's just like, yeah. speak in reality. It's way harder to actually talk about what's tangibly there and the fact that like we never see each other 
Yeah, if they're living off their future <laughs> dreamy self, like I can look into my future and be like, okay, I hope to be really financially settled, bloody, bloody, blah, I hope to be this and that. But if they're living, basing your relationship mm. off their future selves, like when I get like this good job or when I'm so more there's settled. no guarantee in. No. Like, no, no, someone can work hard their whole life and never be fucking rich, you know? Yeah. It's like, it should work in the interim, you know, that way. Like, obviously, you'll accept them for whatever stage they're in. But, like, mm. if they're saying that they'll be a better boyfriend once they get rich, what the fuck are you waiting? That's boring. Like, Or what? they'll properly factor you in and be seeing you every day as in saying, like, oh, we'll live together or mm. we'll travel together. But how would they do that when you're not even able to, like, meet up for a drink in Dublin when you exactly. don't live in fucking Dublin? And it's also, like, you know, it, you can do shit that's free. Like, you don't need to be... Like, there's plenty of people out there who are poor as shit and can respect you to the time and just buy a four-pack of cans and come over to your gaff and hang out. Yeah. Like, you know, it doesn't... If they're making an excuse by saying, like, they have to be in this set to be a good person, but someone can be a good person no matter what stage they're in, like... Just or like, you can see guys being like, oh, I'd love to go out and totally fucking skinned. But then you'll see them uploading pictures on Facebook of them being out with the lads all weekend. Mm. Necking back the points, grand. Not a worry of money. Mm-hmm. You know? And I also want to just touch upon um, social media. Mm. Fuck boys via social media. I see and hear a lot of girls from questions that we receive and stuff on Tumblr, just like messages that we would get on our Instagrams, etc. Being like, I got, and I have also been in this position of being like, okay, I hooked up with this guy. He's not texting me, you know, nothing's really happening. He's not asking to hang out. However, he's looking at all my stories. Mm. He's liking my pics. He's like, you know, interacting with me that way. And I think a lot of people are trying to see like value in someone watching their Instagram stories yeah. or liking their pictures. And it's, I've noticed a lot of fuckboys will do a certain thing. I've heard from a lot of people writing to us as well. They'll be like, I was back and forth Instagramming this guy. We would always like each other's pics. You touched upon it earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the time when they actually get with the dude, he stops liking their pics. Yeah. Totally. That's, That's happened me so many times. Trait. It's happened me so many times. And I don't get it. It doesn't seem to make any sense. Well, it's almost like, well, got it now, so... Because, like, that's, like, it's kind of like the 21st century compliment. Liking a pic. It's like, I'm liking the pic, I'm liking the pic. Like, that is how, that's 21st century flirting. So it's, like, basically yeah. a guy flirting with you up until the point that they ride you. They don't need to flirt with you anymore. You've already rode them. I just find it mad. It's mad. It's fucking mad. That it's, like, they should like it more because they've had you now. If they're, like, look at this girl I got with, I like, you know? It's just a weird thing of guys kind of... It's control, kind of, I think. Yeah, it's something like that. I think it's also they like to keep the girl guessing. Yeah. They don't want her to feel... Well, it's like, I like you, but I don't like you that much. Yeah. Even though they did apparently like you that much before they got yeah. with you. But it's like, I don't like you, li- no, I don't like you enough to ride you and I've... then keep liking the pics. Yeah. It's one of the because other. It, it turns into more of a public statement for them, I yeah, think. Yeah, totally. Once they've actually got with them. Yeah. The person. Because it's not flirting anymore. It's more like reinforcing the fact that you like them or yeah. something. But it's just so annoying because... And they can, like, not like your photos for months. Yeah. And then randomly start liking them again. Yeah. And you're like, hold on. Is this him telling me? And you're trying to read into these things. Like, is, is he trying to tell me that he likes me again because he's like my pictures? Because he hasn't... Perp- and you know they've purposely not. And I've brought it up to guys being like, I know you're seeing my pictures, but you're not liking them. And they're like, what? What picture? You're like... No, I know. And you know. Like, if you fucking know, 
Mm. You have you like you know if you ever try and confront a guy with this, they deny it to the ground. Yeah, because it's embarrassing. Yeah, but it's so annoying because yeah. you're like, no, I totally know. So I think it's just important not to put weight into things that again don't actually hold any weight. A like mm. doesn't hold any weight. It's a free thing that you can give out if you want to be sound, if you want to like someone's picture. Like, it's not costing them any money or time. Yeah, it's like, it's obviously like a nice thing to be like, oh, you like my picture, but like, don't put too much emphasis on it. Like, don't, yeah. don't like conflate <laughs> someone liking a picture with someone being nice to you. They're not the same thing. Like, one may, takes time, it takes effort, it takes respect, it takes, you know, meeting up with someone. The other is just fucking double tapping a picture. Exactly. And it doesn't mean like, Especially if it's been taken away and then given back. Like, if he's, like, stop liking your pics and then he's liking them again. Mm. Mind like, games. Yeah, it is. And it's just, like, it's the same with texting. Like, it takes the least amount of effort. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the least thing he could be doing to show his interest to you. Exactly. It's double tapping. And as well, he's probably not only double tapping your picture, he's probably liking a load of other girls' pictures. So what... It doesn't mean you know, anything. That doesn't mean anything then. Like, I mean, or if he's watching your story, he's probably also watching everyone else's story. Like, first of all, you can't tell what he's doing unless you get into full stalker mode and start yeah. researching who he's liking or fucking hack his phone, whatever. But, like, I think the big, the only thing you can do is just take that, the weight off that. Mm. To take it, like, I mean, view their like as much as you view any other person's like. like yeah. People from my primary school still, still like my picture. It doesn't mean we have any form of relationship. We haven't yeah. seen each other in a decade. Them liking my picture. Or sometimes I'll bump into someone in town who, like a friend who like I haven't seen in years. And we would have both been liking each other's pictures and feeling involved in each other's lives. But you meet up, you're like, hey, yeah. Hi, yeah. Yeah. Off you go. Or even likewise, like, for some, sometimes randomly, like, I won't see, like, three of your latest posts. And so I haven't yeah. liked them. And then I'm like, ah, like what? And I'm like, like, so it's like, it doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah, that no, way. It's like, you just mightn't have been on Instagram. Yeah. That, like, now so, that it's changed its whole algorithm. So if you've put, just don't put weight into meaningless things like that. Like, it's the same with all that we've said. Like, putting weight into text, putting weight, like, deal with people on a real level. It's very hard in 21st century, I feel. Mm. Not, I mean, obviously we have to take into certain things like the you up texts and all that kind of stuff. Like, but don't, don't view like I guess it's more the positive things which sounds kind of like hypocritical but like view the negative text like the you up text as being negative but like don't put so much weight in the opposite end of the scale that like just because they like their picture means that they respect you it's like that is fake in the sense of the world it's not real Mm. you know what I mean it's like it's not a real like respect has to be earned and it's not just given so if a guy is just like if that's his only way of showing that he respects and likes you is by liking your picture what does that has no weight it just it isn't real you know that way how is that gonna translate into real life yeah he likes the way you look yeah like and sometimes i feel like you can also get kind of shady likes a shady like can be a like I see you. Mm. I see you putting up that sexy oh, yeah. pic they won't like, for me. Or they won't like all your good pictures, but you'll put up a lol pic and they'll like that. Yeah. 
<laughs> or I've heard girls, like a lot of my friends who have been kind of dealing with fuckboys, they would put up like singular selfies for months and then they'll put up a selfie with, their with all their girlfriends. And they're like, and that they like that pic. So it's not saying that they like you, they like, like all the girls. Like, like, or they like you that you're out with your mates. It's just like it's so convoluted and, and fucking. Before, totally. And before we finish, there was also another little thing regarding pics that I wanted to touch on. Mm-hmm. That was the, another fuckboy trait. Send us a pic that love sexy thing. Oh, yeah. In the texting. I've heard, like, I've been on the receiving end of this. Um, my sisters, my friends have been on, like, you could not be texted. Like, you could have seen a guy on and off very vaguely and, like, not a big deal. And months later, you're texting back and forth, one or two texts, like, nothing serious. And he's like, hey, send us a pic of you. Like, there's this weird so thing with fuckboys that they, like, want you to send a pic that's purely just for their consumption. Yeah, because you were saying, right, that they get annoyed if you've sent them a picture, but then you upload that picture onto your Instagram the next day. They're like, ah, oh, hmm, I thought that was just for me. Sad face, thought that was just for me. It's so fucking weird. No, that's happened so many times. Oh, thought that was for me. Like, you put it on your story, you'd be like... Yeah, it was for you, annoyingly. Yeah, but then I realised it's it was so stunning. Lit. Like, other people need to see this shit. <laughs> but I feel like not responding to that kind of bollocks, the you out text, the any pics. If you're going to respond to the you out text, there's two ways to respond. Mm. You either don't respond at all, mm. or you get dressed up and go out, like, from, like, take off your gym jams and go out <laughs> and, like, you know, put on a face and go out and pretend that you've been out. Same with, like, any pics. Have you got a sexy pic to send? You're... It always seems to always happen when you're like in bed in your cozy gear. It never happens when you're casually in like lingerie. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I should do it. Like, yeah, yeah you know, take right it. Yeah. And yeah, but then you could be like, oh my god, I'm just out of the shower. Like you could kind of, mm. you know, play up to their fantasy that you are just kind of waiting around to be asked out to go out. That you're you are that sesh girl who's always out, or you are that girl who is at home in her lingerie and it's time to be taking pics of them. Mm. So, just for them and again it's yeah just for them just for their consumption again they probably have you on instagram you could just guide them towards their insta your instagram and they can see it's so it. controlling to do that to be honest because it's so mm. like you should only have something just for me and like i'm telling you what to do with your pictures like it's like fuck off and it's like, like stop right where you are yeah take a picture for me drop right your freaking trousers yeah, like I've heard girls who have sent ones that they've taken from a couple months ago and they've been like, oh, this is from ages ago. It's a weird thing where they want, then and now, they want to see you in your room. They want to, it's like they almost want to know that you're at home waiting for them. It's so fucking weird. Fucking but weird. I, I mean, we see you. Yeah. So they're away? It's like you're you're fucking memeing yourself because all you are fucking doing it, apparently. Yeah. And the girls are copping on. Yeah, so just, like, don't put up that with that shit. Don't try and feel like you have to be the girl who takes the sexiest pic to shut them up or to be, like, in competition with any other girl who might send a sexy pic as well. Do you know the way? Yeah, so, girls, let us know. We're coming up to the end of the app. Let us know your experience with fuckboys. Let us know if any of this fucking helped you or if there's anything else that we've missed that you yeah, think you that we've missed. if you see any traits that are happening... Let us know, because we wouldn't be turned on to it. Hell yeah. Um, and enjoy it. Love you, bitches. Thanks for being here for a year. Thank you so much. Follow us on social, etc., etc. We'll see you next week. Bye.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.